This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. I just seen the most insane shit I've ever seen on Twitter. What was that? And, um, and of course, it's only on my timeline because Sean retweeted. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, it's funny. Shout out to Sean. I was just finna ask you, did Sean post this? Okay. He didn't retweet it. Sean, man. Um, you, you continue to disappoint me every week, bro. But this is the wildest shit I've ever seen. Let me see if I can find it again. Basically, a, a person in Atlanta uh, who hosted a sex party was like, uh, I heard y'all say that ain't nothing like pregnant pussy. Mm-mm. So she throwing a pregnant pussy party and all the women that's going to be there are pregnant and they're quote unquote dick craving. Nah, bro. Nah. Nah, yo! If you got a pregnant baby mom in Atlanta, go. Is this a Patreon? No. Okay. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> if you got a pregnant baby mom in Atlanta, um, have a conversation with her, like, and track her phone. I don't the, hit the reset button. That's insane, dog. Um, sweet baby Jesus, come back. Look, bro. Thanos tried to get us out of here and just start this shit over. Thanos. Every morning I wake up. And look at crime in the D. I think, damn, Thanos was right, bro. We let him down, dog. A pregnant pussy party. <laughs> I let Nas down. I let Thanos down. Oh shit. Um, that's crazy. I don't even really know how to start the pod after that. So we just going, you know, <laughs> just gonna do it. They gave it to y'all nine times on the episode. Might as well give it to you once, man. Gee whiz. Like what if you see your girl like post a pic? Who wanna smoke with me? 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 They trying to fuck a baby lungs. Nigga, who wanna smoke? Who wanna smoke with me? I'm trying to fuck a nigga lungs up. They be like, no, no, put them down guns up. Fuck that. Say big brother, brain on guns. I wanna smoke. We get the spinning while the sun I, I ain't never lacking I punk gas with my gun I scream out what's happening to get the bus until it run I, All these niggas hiding like what they got it ain't no fun I, 7, 6, 2, big as hell to knock a nigga lungs out 1, 2, 3, 4, kick your dope, get on the floor 5, 6, 7, 8, don't make no noise, I eat your face 9, 10, 11, we ain't gon' say that and then won't fuck with Jake I'ma kill 14 niggas if 13 bitch niggas play I think my drink hole might be gay Why? I'm gonna kill 14 people if 13 if 13 niggas play. He gonna I'm kill himself I'm gonna kill afterwards or like? no? I'm gonna kill an extra nigga. I don't even understand. Look, no, this was the most unnecessarily violent song. <laughs> and like, I don't trust nothing. We only mm-hmm. like this song is only popular for seven seconds of the song mm-hmm. on some vine shit. Like, but that's all songs. Fuck is that? And that shit blew up on Instagram. Hey. What the fuck is that? And they, then you went and listened to the song. Hey. But he just says a lot of wild shit. Fuck is that? Hey man, welcome back. Episode three thirty of this week in culture. I'm your host and Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay Johnson. Jay, what up though? What up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. And I know what you're thinking. Finally. 
my favorite podcast is spending time with me. What's popping? And this week we back with a uh, little bit of everything, man. We got uh, the shy episode five, six. I don't know. Um, I think it's five. I think that was episode five. Uh, we got the return of Power Force with Tommy. Um, episode one of season two, which. Eh, we didn't do an episode by episode breakdown of this last season, and now I remember. I kind of remember why after episode one, but we told y'all we was going to talk about it, and I know y'all got a few voice notes in here, so we're definitely going to talk about it. But I will say, probably won't be that fucking long, because <laughs> what the fuck? How was the fuck the, is that? How was the uh, the birthday, man? Hey, man, uh, appreciate you asking, bro. The birthday was phenomenal, man. This was a a very good, very. Activity-filled birthday, man. Shout-out to Shorty. Um, really did her thing. Shout-out to my parents. They did their thing. Um, and it was just good, man. Uh, you know, my, my birthday is always weird because it's always Labor Day weekend. So I never really plan anything because everybody has their own shit that they doing already. Um, so, like, I just throw it out there. Yo, I'm going to be here. You know what I'm saying? And if, if cats can pull up, cool. But uh, this year was a little different because Shorty has so much stuff planned. I really ain't have too many I'ma be here nights You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying Cause me and her Was out in these streets Um We did some Indoor skydiving I uh I screen grabbed a restaurant Like I'll make sure I hit Yeah this yeah one. yeah yeah We was all over <laughs> We was all over man Definitely ate well Um Got a lot of activities in We did the skydiving thing We made some candles We did all kind of shit man Uh Shout out to Urban Wick In Birmingham Um Great date Man I used been follow. I used to follow them on on Instagram like ten years ago. I've been yeah. I used to following them for a very long time. Mm-hmm. When it was um, basically you get like some rose, box yeah. champagne bottles yep. with the yeah. And then Go I went to there. like yeah. like to buy a candle one day. <laughs> Dog. And I was like, oh, that's what yeah. Suburban Wick. <laughs> so, no. Literally though, but no, um, some- we had a uh, we had the coolest chick. Uh, shout out to her from Chicago, mm. ironically. Um. And, you know, Detroit area transplant. And she was our, like, candle person um, yeah. assisting us and helping candle us technician. get our candle. Yeah, she was the candle tech. And she helped us get it right, man. And she was super cool. Her and Shorty hit it off, man. They just had, it was a great vibe. Then um, if you are in Birmingham on Thursday night, they got uh, uh, um, happy hour all night at the Mori. Okay. So happy hour and buy one get one pizzas. So it was like we turned what was just gonna be candle making and some dinner into a whole night, bro. Somebody gave me a a, a gift card from the Mori. I'm like one. Uh, yeah. Who knew they had gift card? Yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, and it's like a like a car card, not like a, yeah. Like who knew they had a gift card and shit? But I've been there a few times. I, fuck I with could it. tell you why I know that they have gift cards because uh, the owner of the Mori is a freaky ass nigga. <laughs> And one of my one of my old coworkers, he used to try to get at her, and like he would do the wildest shit trying to get at her. Like dog would literally, I don't remember how or why they exchanged numbers, but dog would literally. And and if he married or got a girl or whatever, and y'all know the owner of the Mori, hey, this ain't ant snitching. He did it to himself, nigga. Um, bro, literally, that's insane, dog. 
This is wild. Look at this shit, man. What's even sadder is that and I know they, at least two chicks who would go to some shit. And like they this. put a picture down there like it. <laughs> nah, I think my Draco might be gay. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it got um, but no, the owner of the Mori used to try to holler at one of my coworkers, and Dog would literally like send her like the wild, unnecessary nude pic. Nice. Like he'll be like at his pool, butt naked, ten, and and be like, "Yo, you should come visit my pool." And before she could say like, "Nigga, I'm finna block you," Dog would send the Mori gift card through. Like, <laughs> like hey, here go five hundred dollars. Come eat at the restaurant. Hey, what's dog. the? Uh, <laughs> it's the meme. What's like a white girl? And she kind of like saying no, and then she be like, <laughs> "Hey, we took mad clients to the Mori back in the day." <laughs> hey uh, man. Anyway, um, no, it was uh, it was a good birthday weekend, man, and uh, just good Labor Day, man. How was your holiday weekend, dog? Uh, this shit was cool. I think. What I do? I don't even remember what I did. Yeah, uh, that shit was cool. Yo, man, you know what I don't like? Yeah, I, I actually worked on the holiday. Actually, who started the? We not barbecuing till the last day of break. Like when you get like a long weekend, like niggas don't barbecue till like all right, we got Monday off, so we barbecue on Monday. Like, bitch, like, no, don't do that. Like barbecue on Sunday, maybe even Saturday. It's like one of them things where our family used to start doing that shit because everybody had to split their time between mm-hmm. both sides of the family. And I like that. But then like the holiday come around and then like Ain't nobody doing nothing on the actual holiday. It's like, oh, I kind of, I kind of want some, I kind of want some food. And shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with stacking up plates early in the weekend and then warming up shit on my, you know, last day or two. Fortunately, I haven't been back to work yet, so I'm actually just talking shit. I'm like fine. this old girl with the with the pics and uh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Say oh, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's like oh, yeah, oh. yo, the touch is crazy. <laughs> it did it like twice and shit. Like God, no, damn. I said, give me that. Let me run that back again and shit. That's funny as hell, dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yo, man, I um, I was uh. Y'all be capping a little bit over in the alley, dog. Like, it's real easy to make when they had the parties over at the skip and all that shit. It's real easy to make that look like it's fucking jumping, nigga. Because it's very small. It's very small, and it's a straight, it's a north-south, nigga. So you get a tight picture, it can look thick as hell. Bro, we was in the alley. It was, we was deeper than the A-Bot. Uh, I don't even know what that was. No, I think Dally in the alley next weekend. Mm. Um, this week was some like I don't know, jerks, Joloff, something like oh, it was some Afrobeat shit. Yeah. Um, they had a DJ in, and it was cool. It was definitely vibey. But like I start seeing people post pics and I was like It's a movie. Nigga, I was out there. Like it was regular, dog. We left, went to La Casa. It was way more people over at the cigar bar. Like, relax, dog. But good weekend, man. Um very very active, but also very restful, man. I got to relax and, and just kick my feet up a lot more than uh, than I normally do. So, really needed that shit. And now we back here podding, man. Um, ain't gonna lie. Y'all barely got this pod. Because this ain't have to happen, bro. Y'all, really, lioness is the only reason I even wanted to come in here. And we giving y'all lionesses for the Patreon. Yeah, for sure. We're giving y'all the shy and power Tommy which have the same fucking actors in both shows. Yeah, it's crazy. 
So like I really don't want to be doing this for y'all But y'all I love y'all that much That I would come and do what I don't want to For y'all They doing what we kind of alluded to Well you kind of alluded to when, we was, when BMF first came on Like yo it's a lot of Detroit actors that could do it You should put yeah, them in there Yeah, and I'm like yeah I don't know if it matters or not But I guess Chicago was like no <laughs> Each yeah. Chicago show We're going we to rotate these same four actors So you know what's funny Not only on these two <laughs> Mad of these niggas was also in Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. Like I've seen, I'm like, damn, Chicago really doing what they they supposed to do with their local actors. Yes, because like, I don't want to like I I don't want to see all y'all in the same. That's not that I well, don't want to. Some characters it's it sounds- hard to translate because right now, uh, Dre still ain't really that. It's Nuk- hard to come out right now. You ain't giving me DA vibes. Yeah, and Nuck, you play the same character. Yeah, no, 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 no. Nuck had on the craziest yeah. pair of pants I've ever seen in this episode of Power Tommy, dog. Please go watch that With scene words, where him and Jannard are walking to like through the park. That nigga pants had ninety latches on them bitches. Dog. He looked like his from the parachute. I hated them pants so bad, dog. He was walking. I was probably maybe I say about thirty feet from the TV. <laughs> And I looked over and just saw all the fucking latches and belts on this nigga pant and remember screamed was, in my house, dog. Remember that was a thing? It was some it was some pants. Was it zipper pants? It I remember some, that. It was a little, it was like a it was a thing for one of them pants. Was it pockets or zippers? Y'all like OD. Y'all cargos wasn't enough. Y'all went crazy, dog. And Nuck went like next fucking like level, bro. Late 80s, super early 90s. I'm like elementary school. But it was it was a thing with like Maybe a zipper pants or some yeah. shit. And it was like the track material. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like these at all. Probably didn't like those when they was a thing either. Um, I didn't like the Jabos with the straps. I remember y'all was rocking them with the red strap and the blue strap. Some of y'all tried to go crazy and got the yellow straps. I remember you nasty niggas. Um, and y'all had them in the overly unnecessary size 42. And you niggas was a 34. I know what the fuck you was doing, man. Shout out to Breeze. Um, cause that nigga still rocks his uh Jabos with the straps, and I know he do. Um, yo, man. Let's talk power force. Let's kind of get that out the way, man. Cause I again, you it's funny you said that, because I couldn't remember. Like, did we review this last week no. or last year? I think we talked about it like twice. I didn't even finish Power Season One Force until a couple weeks ago. Like I, I stopped. I was watching every week, yeah. and I stopped like around episode, I don't know, five or six. I'm like, I just, and it wasn't that like, cause I watched them while I, I didn't like not enjoy them, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, but it was just kind of like. So what I what I what I think I realized about Power Force this week, and what I remembered from last season, um, is what I think you're trying to say. These aren't bad episodes. They mediocre, but I don't care. Like I don't care about none of this, dog. Cause what I thought Tommy was gonna go do at the end of OG Power, when that nigga was setting off to LA to go be the West Coast Connect, that sounded a lot better to me than him pulling up to Chicago with a half black family and beefing with three random ass gangs that don't even know who this nigga is, bro. And what is his driving force currently? You want to be? I want to be the. Um, I want to run. I want to be the district. Like why? Like bro, you watch your brother a bar, go, go, keep going. 
Bro, you faked your death to not be caught by the fucking cops again. And the cops helped you do it. New York helped you do that. And um, now you back on motherfucking camera every day doing some bullshit. I just realized today he the worst actor on the show, though. Mm. Um, I'm watching a scene where... Shit, I know opening I, scene, I, but I noticed it. Like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, when uh, they was on, it was in the hood on the block, and the, the Serbians or somebody pulled up and it was like, "Yo, Kanar gave us his block," mm-hmm. and he was just super duper extra animated. And like, I noticed two things today. Yeah, this is this, I, I compared it to this. By the way, <laughs> y'all not gonna like this one. Oh uh, shit! But I'm like, yo, why he just seems like a character? Yeah, like everybody else is quote unquote acting normal. And he just, huh, huh, I cut your ponytail off and oh, I want this. You want this. I want this. We're going to do like, fuck is you doing? Yeah. You old in. It reminded me of when I watched Shannon Sharp on, oh, <laughs> on, Jesus. on, on first take earlier today. And like he was Shannon Sharpin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that shit looked good when you were across from another clown like Skip. Yeah. But like when you were sitting across from Stephen A and he chilling. Talking to you regularly, it look a little and you, stupid. And you, he he seemed kind of like bumbling a little bit. He gonna find his find his lane on over on a big boy station. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like yeah. he was, and, and you know what? And then like, fam, that's some skip shit. But you know that that's also what they wanted from Shannon on Fox specifically. Yeah, I want you to do exactly that on ESPN. Like you can turn that shit down hey, bro, a little bit. It's a reason. Uh, Michael Irvin and them got fired from over here, nigga, because we don't actually need all the fucking OD. <laughs> like, <laughs> double well, entendre. Hey. <laughs> and I mean, I, I mean, I still. F- and Michael Irvin was wrongfully fired, by the way, but still. Nigga. Well, now he over there. Yeah, now he over there doing the shit that he was. Hey, man. Tommy is. Um, you said he's pr- the worst actor in here. I think he's. Biting for worst actor Along with Diamond and Jannard I think the three of them Are like equally terrible In everything they say I'll say this They act like How do I say So when we watch certain bro, Look at Nuck's pants bro Like look I'm gonna press play So you can see how many more straps Look at that shit <laughs> that nigga got straps from the waist to the ankles, bro. <laughs> like a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is a mummy, dog. Oh, Yo, shit. please go watch the scene where Jannard and Nuck walked to the other dude who didn't like Tommy because he was white, and they tell him, we'll give you a better price than a white boy. When Nuck comes into that park, dog, it's so many straps on his pants. It's fucking embarrassing, bro. Um... When they are just normal television characters to me, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll watch a program and there's clearly stars who are there, and everybody else. I understand this is TV, mm-hmm. y'all doing y'all thing. With Tommy, I was expecting different because you don't. He wasn't this way in the OG power. Yeah, like, but now he like real animated and cartoonish and. I feel like he started to do that toward Cancel Christmas. like season three, four ish yeah. of OG Power when him and Ghost started to have a beef and they were trying to kind of like separate them. That's when Tommy started to OD a little bit because he was very like he was the good 
muscle. Didn't say too much. When was intimidating. Started, he was like a a, a straight hood nigga. Mm-hmm. Him and Fifty was cool. Like you know, he he was the ghost. Was the I'm a businessman, and you was no. Let's just get this. We gonna do. We gonna handle business like in the street. But like I don't know, man. Yeah, it's kind of weird, and I don't. I don't. I guess it's this. What do I want from this show? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk. Like, what do I want from this show? Do I? I don't have a feeling that like, man, I really wish Tommy gets this because this yeah. was always a thing for him. It's not like him getting revenge on, like, there's. What am I rooting for Tommy to do? And because he's a main character, he's the yeah. reason. He's a spinoff. Like, what are we rooting for him to do that we like we care about? And I haven't found out. What is it? I'll tell you one thing that I I think would have helped me care a little bit more about the show and the character um, if they didn't kill the Liliana chick. And I'm going to tell you why. Because by the end of last season, I know you just recently got to the end of season one. Actually liked her character. Like she was very ride or die. I liked whatever little will they won't they thing her and Tommy had going on. Mm -hmm. Cause it was like, all right, it's clearly something there, but they not going there. And she, she felt, even though she wasn't like a mainstay in OG power, she was literally on the episode where her face got cut. We never seen her again, but because it had a little bit of connectivity to the old shit, (laughs) it just felt like, all right, this kind of works for me a little bit. That's funny, dog. Every single person came back from OG Power except Ghost. <laughs> Y'all brought Liliana back. <laughs> Nigga, everybody has like, made it into geez. a sequel except Ghost. It's crazy. Hopefully after the strike, y'all fix Ghost. Hey, man. He he told y'all his number. <laughs> and y'all better have it. Well, shit, after the strike, this shit going up. Yeah, yeah. Now he going to need triple that. Sorry. Um, what do I want from Because that's a good question What do I want from from Tommy Power Force um, By the end of season 2 I would like for Jannard or Diamond to be dead One of the crews gotta lose They, they leader dog But what I meant by like What do you want from him Fam, I think your storyline is wrapped up In the OG Power there's nothing. Oh, one hundred percent. There's nothing left for you to do. Like now, for like a Tariq or some shit, right? It was oh shit. He got to do this thing in order to get the inheritance yeah. and stuff. And then, uh, fortunately, and living with the who killed your dad, like that still was kind of yeah trickled right? on there. Yeah. And then because it's been a couple seasons of that, now you've used to other characters, and there's something to like. All right, cool. We forgot that we hate Reek. We still hate Reek, but mm-hmm. we forgot that we hate Reek. But like. It wasn't nothing for Tommy to do. Like he was going out to the West Coast to, like event. Like, what is it for him to do? You remember? Let's kill Tasha, but we know that's not a thing. Yeah, that's over because they found a retribution or whatever. But speaking of that, and I'm glad you said that. That's a perfect segue. You remember on last season of Power Tariq when Tommy and Tasha came back, right? He had them back in the episode. Tommy's there to get his revenge. He gonna kill Tasha. He gonna kill Tariq. He gonna kill the grandma. He gonna kill everybody. Yes, you can get it too. All you niggas could die because y'all killed Ghost and you killed my girl and you snitched on me. Like I'm about to off everybody here, right? And that episode was mad underwhelming, nigga. Or let me not say the episode. His return, rather, was mad underwhelming to me, dog. What's interesting is. 
he wasn't like a character in that return though. Yeah. He wasn't super duper animated. Yeah. And doing he was like he came back, back to very his regular like, self. Hey, I'm here to kill. Yeah. I got one mission. I'm on my evil time yep. to kill shit, but not this. But like that return episode. I always thought like if we saw Tommy again on one of the other powers, it would be like a big deal. And then when it fell flat to me, what that I was episode, like, damn. Well, this was also right after we saw Two Bit, so like yeah. that that fucked it up for you. So anything else happened? Because <laughs> when Two Bit back, nigga. So, but that, but that's how I feel about the Tommy show, though, right? Like, what Tommy by himself and his story. It's just falling flat to me, dog. Like, you were literally being carried by ghosts, dog. And shout out to Joseph Sakura. Like, this ain't on you. They didn't give you enough to be building a story. They're building a brand new power that we don't care you. about. And we don't care about none of these characters, none of these stories. I think they wasting uh, Irish dog um, from Sons of Anarchy yeah. and, and all about everything. the Benjamins. I, you're, you're too strong of an actor for these weak-ass scripts, dog. I don't understand this. What's going on with the Serbians, with the Irish? Like off, like the father and both of the the kids are like super duper gangster. I want to do the, like, I just don't get it. Yeah, and it's all like the Serbs. Y'all mad at Janard because he said I'm gonna kill Tommy and get y'all these blocks, but then he didn't kill Tommy, so y'all can't get the blocks from Tommy. Nigga, kill Janard. The fuck they got to do with Tommy and Diamond, nigga? We didn't promise y'all our blocks. Kill that nigga. <laughs> he said he was going to do something. Yeah. He ain't doing it. Or kill us. But we ain't finna do this well, like, back or, and forth, or, or like, bro. like, you know, you feeling frog elite. Come on, dog. The the Irish dudes, hey, we, <laughs> we don't like what I'm saying in book. Bro was so like, hey, we gave you all these men so you could go to war. And then all that happened was our men got killed. So you owe me some cheese. Nigga, how that work? But at the same time, pops, pay your debt. We ain't get you men and then all the men died and now we gonna feel comfortable if you go kill Tommy. We don't give a fuck about Tommy. Nigga, pay us back, bro. We lost a lot of men in that little gunfight. Pay us back, bro. It's shit like that. The girl with the Dahlia shit. What they gonna do with that now? What's your purpose now? The Dahlia recipe and got leaked. And you just thought she did it. You automatically went for the black girl. I thought you would automatically thought it was Tommy. Fam. Fam. I did three, not I did not think she was thinking, oh girl with the short hair. Three people knew the recipe. No, four people. Because Liliana was one. Knew that recipe. Liliana did. The black girl still works for you. And you're beefing with Tommy. Why I, would you not think it was Tommy? I thought Tommy would kill the black girl. I'm the only I one see that, that I'm the only one that can cook. Oh shit. Yeah, she now about she to get now she need me. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was weird that that was the assumption, dog. Like, nigga, I don't know. Let's check out a couple of these voice notes about uh, Power Tommy. See what these folks thought, man. Um, Shout out to my dog, Earn. He sent in a force review. Earn, what up, though? Hope you had a good Labor Day weekend, my brother. Let's see uh, what you thought about this week's Power Force. Yo, is this thing on? <laughs> I forgot. How to... Hello, testing, testing. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> What's good, fellas? It's your man. That's how y'all was sounding when we asked y'all to send them snowfall voice notes. <laughs> y'all was in there sounding like y'all really ain't know what was. Like, wait, how do I send the man? Man, yo, that was a four-hour podcast. 
of, of just, just notes. voice notes. We ain't say one word. <laughs> People was hitting me up probably like a month ago talking about I just finished that. <laughs> It took a minute for me to finish too, and like a lot of people listen to that shit. Yeah, like yeah. that's the one. That, it's up there. But you know what it did? It was really we reverse psychology, you niggas, because y'all was listening for your own voice <laughs> note and thought we was gonna respond. So y'all was doubling. Hey, hey, we got y'all. Ha ha. All right, back to my dog Ern. Ernest, aka Papa E. It's been a while, y'all. Man, it's been never calling you Papa E, bro. I'm not calling another man Just Papa. Not, I don't even call. I don't even father. like calling Papa on the shot, Papa. <laughs> I don't even call my father Papa. <laughs> it's Dad, or let me make eye contact and start talking. <laughs> Yo, calling your your pops Papa at forty something is even, probably like the wildest shit ever. I've never even like to other people. I may have referred to my pops as pops. As pops. I would never call no, no, my, no. my father. Papa pops. is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Papa sounds very 1903 <laughs> uh. um, But I'm back with the fourth review Y'all might not be doing one yet You might wait till a few more episodes here or something But just in case you do Here's my take on the first episode um, I saw some good things uh, Some of the things that make me want to keep watching more um, One thing that's funny is That man Tommy Tommy boy, no, he go crazy over some cat. No matter how long he knew the girl, Tommy gonna find some pussy and do some dumb <laughs> shit for it. Like this man, that is a fact. Found the brother's sister, and he know she's a sister. And he like, okay, that Latina, I'ma holler at her. Hey, mamacita, how you doing? Like Tommy, <laughs> there are seven hundred thousand million <laughs> girls in Chicago that you can get at. That's not somebody like that, but. She was bad. You know, she was a, she was bad. I spent some time on the gram, so you know, I can <laughs> confirm that she is a she is a nice one. So Tommy, you know, I get it, but at the same time, knowing your past and your history, let that go, dog. Somebody's gonna die because of it for sure. But um, fact, it was cool how she helped his nephew when they came to the hospital. I had a feeling she'd be there though because when she said she was a nurse, I'm like, okay, he at the hospital. His nephew hurt. I feel like he's going to see her somewhere in the hospital. Also, speaking of seeing the hospital, you saw the doctor slapped her ass, right? <laughs> so I wonder what's going to happen with that. Is uh, Tommy going to shoot her boy because he slapped her ass? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to see. But you know how Tommy do. The brothers. I didn't see it, dog. Oh, you missed it? I missed it. Oh, shit. So when uh, I really wasn't interested in this episode, to be honest with <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be real interested. I'm no. playing Omar and shit. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> so when, when they finally got the nephew in a room, she came, told Tommy, like, he going to be all right. We got him in time, whatever. He just needs some fluids, whatever the fuck she said. And then when she walked off, Tommy was staring at her go down the hall. Huh? Then a doctor popped out, smacked her on the ass, and gave her a kiss. That's her nigga. <laughs> So Tommy oh, was thought, sitting there looking like Oh I thought he'd like somebody like a a creepy doctor smacked her on the ass. I mean it felt creepy that he would do that mad in the middle of emergency. <laughs> like Oh you ain't never worked with none of you. <laughs> oh you ain't never worked with none of you. <laughs> we wasn't doctors, nigga. It's different at fucking uh at AT&T when you on the phones. Uh, like nigga go save a life, bro. I thought this nigga Tommy was about to say, bitch, fuck the forms. <laughs> I was playing. <laughs> He's bleeding the over there. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, fuck the farms. He's bleeding the death over there. 
Oh shit I'm like damn This shit got shot again When they first told him His, his, Yo, his wound I'm The like, fact that it was a nigga Over there with an open Gunshot wound <laughs> Nursing it himself With some paper towel In the corner No your nephew Doesn't go in front of me sir Cause he got a fucking infection On a gunshot wound Bro <laughs> Yeah Like no He don't know He don't get first dibs nigga Sit your ass down <laughs> said, bro. They didn't even see the shit <laughs> They caught us <laughs> Dog. Like what the fuck else is in front of me? Nah, dog. A gunshot wound. I'm sitting in a fucking chair holding some fucking uh uh what's a good paper towel brand? Nigga Brawny Bound fucking pickle. Yeah, I got this shit over my goddamn bullet wound. Man, I hope they did the royalties rights on whoever made that shit, dog. The quicker picker upper? The bounty quit to picker upper. Uh, and I'm like Man, I just tried to get you a ride to work like an hour and a half. Oh, ago. that's also I said like, your brother the biggest drug dealer. Why the fuck you on a bus? She said she ain't know how to drive. And Tom, yo, but Tommy did kind of hold, bro. He was like, he ain't get you a driver or nothing. <laughs> like, I do know. I I just I know I know people who don't who've never driven before. So I I had this conversation this weekend. I was like, your sister don't drive. Hey. Rest in peace, my sister. Shout out to you because I know you're listening. You don't drive? Hey. <laughs> I just found this out. It's not my fault. My sister drove. She never had a license ever in her life. She yeah. had a state ID all the way up until she died in her late 30s. Like, never had a license. She drove. She had a car or would, like, drive people cars. Never had a license. I don't get it. I personally don't live my life like that. But some well, people I, move around like that. I think I'm when I sniffed around 15 years old, I was trying to get my... Nigga, 15. <laughs> hey, hey. But then what was wild when Tommy was like, yo, why you on the bus? Like, yo, your brother's the plug. She, oh, I don't want anything to do with his blood money. Why? Okay, well, you're a nurse. Go buy a fucking card. Ain't it funny in the movies, all the... All the drug dealers got the fine sister who don't want nothing to do with the drugs, and she just a good, upstanding citizen trying to help the world. Yeah, I know how you pay for nursing school. Jason lyrics. Hey, uh, oh my gosh, fucking Jada Pinkett had a mullet that whole movie, <laughs> and we was with it because they fucked in the grass. I mean, at that point, Jada Pinkett was on fire. No, nah, she she easily was one of the baddest. And like, I wanted to alive. crawl in the grass. <laughs> I mean, it, my name was Jason. Nigga, I'm allergic to grass. <laughs> I was at that age. And 100%. I was like, hey, bro, it, it is what it is, nigga. Uh, I can fix it. old girl, uh, Fast and Furious sister. Oh, yeah. with Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like every, every movie, whatever you think of, the sister The bad is guy always... got a, a cold sister who not with none of this. Yeah. She really a regular upstanding citizen and shit, except for the fact that she know her brother is a bad guy. And like won't turn them in. Those good cops we be talking about all the time. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> all right, hold up. Let's get back to this uh wrap this voice not up by my dog Aaron. <laughs> they kinda getting on my nerves because <laughs> we get it, y'all got beef. But y'all telling every single person like they don't care what y'all niggas got going on. As long as they getting their bread, they can fuck about him or you so y'all can beef, y'all can fight. Nobody cares. Kill each other, please. Let's dead that storyline right there. Please just take them out of it. Um, I'm excited to see what happens this season. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I don't have super high expectations because it's still forced. So as long as it's good enough television, which is crazy because that shouldn't be the standard. But as long as it's good enough, I will watch it. 
because with this strike going on, we might not get shit else for a while. So I'm going to check it out. Hopefully it is good so I can enjoy watching it. And then we'll go from there. All right, fellas, y'all stay up. Peace. Peace, peace. Um, You know what? I got to figure out how this strike shit is supposed to be working because how come some of y'all can release movies and trailers and then some of y'all can't? Um, You have to go through a process to get approved uh, by SAG. I I think it costs money and not everybody is paying for that. That shit sound kind of shady. Yeah. I it's also like, think it's um like we the UAW, we going on strike. But if you slide me a couple of dollars, I'll let you go to work. I think it's too, and I could be totally fucking wrong. If anybody else has like concrete information, y'all let us know. Um I think it's also part of the deal is it ain't that the movies can't really or I'm sorry, that the studios can't release the trailers, the actors can't promote them. So they can drop trailers, but I can't promote it. So you can't do no talk shows, no red yeah, carpets, that's, that's none pretty, of that shit. It's, it's pretty dumb because that's how y'all make that's money. That's literally how you make money. But that's why so many shows started delaying a release or movies too start delaying a release because they like, we need to figure this out. Because what I'm not going to do is drop this. Jay-Z be like, yo, we dropping this movie and it's in theaters next month. Yeah. yeah like Only in theaters. It, it hit a lot harder when niggas could go do Kimmel, Fallon, do a red carpet, get some buzz, take some pictures. Now it's like, all right, you really just got to drop and know that your shit is like that. Yeah. Like Mission Impossible could do that. Barbie did that shit and them motherfuckers ain't say a word and had all that marketing and all that crazy shit. Um, made damn near a billion fucking dollars off that movie, dog. But I thought she was ruining beauty standards. And so now y'all, anyway, I'm sorry. Nah, they was, you ain't see him in the pink? Whole goddamn city was dressed in pink. That was fucking odd. October in football out this motherfucker. Dog. <laughs> I was no, literally, I was downtown one day and was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" I'm like, "The yo. Tigers do a cancer thing too." <laughs> yo, shout out to Hungry Howies, dog. I love them big boxes. Yo, nigga, just shout out to Hungry Howies in general. <laughs> like, um, all right, hold up, we got another force voice note because I actually want to get the fuck off this from being a honey. Uh oh, from my man D Scott. D. Scott, what up, bro? I feel like I ain't heard from you in a minute. On the voice note tip, I would imagine that that probably means you don't watch The Shy. All good. We know you've been checking in to the, uh, to the Patreon and shit, so you still gang gang. But, um, yeah, man, I hope you're doing good. I hope you ain't on the road and shit, running people over, doing whatever the fuck you... Somebody told you to make sure your girl get you the D. Scott special for uh, your birthday. Oh, yeah, D. Scott said that at the oh. steakhouse. Oh, that was D. Scott? Yeah, yeah. He Hold said, himself. go to the steakhouse. <laughs> Ordered a D Scott special. Um, then he paused it. Yeah. You know, just to let a nigga know that he ain't mean that, but he meant it. Um yo. and what was funny, yo. when I read that, we were at the steakhouse. That's crazy. Yo, <laughs> speaking of pause, uh, I'm listening to Cam and Mason shit this morning. Oh shit. Them niggas had OJ on the show today. Dog, I saw that yesterday. <laughs> like, but he's like on the show yeah. now. I saw the artwork. He the football when Cam posted it, and I was like, and he was doing his analyst shit for show, but he was like via satellite. But he was yeah. like, next week we gonna have you in the studio. That's some wild shit. It dog. is wild. That's some wild shit. Bringing OJ on your show in general is just wild. But if we brought OJ on here, it would definitely be via satellite. I'm never bringing OJ in the studio. Nigga. Well, I don't think OJ did it. No, I 100 percent think OJ did it. I think I know who did it though. The son? No, that's a white nigga. He a serial killer. Who actually met her the week before? And OJ hired that nigga. OJ had that nigga serial killing for two years. There's a documentary on YouTube right now called "My Brother the Serial Killer." And yeah, I've seen that shit. Yeah, I think he did it hey, for sure. Man. For sure. 
No, I I one hundred percent think the juice did that. OJ too old. I whooped that nigga ass. Shout out to OJ though. I fuck with you, my G. Yo, yo, OJ, OJ first day on Twitter was the wildest shit in the world, dog. I'll never forget that. All right, D Scott, what you thought, bro? Yo, this week in culture, <laughs> niggas in the rig. Yeah, man, you gotta go. You gotta get shit, the Tesla rig. Shit came know. through like thunder, nigga. That should be quiet as fuck in the, in the Tesla semi. Yo, D Scott, man, boss up. Get that Tesla rig, bro. Boy D Scott tapping in after many months away. How you boys doing? It's good to have uh, the power reviews back. You know, I still be listening to y'all um, the shy reviews, even though I really don't watch the shy. You know, make sure y- y'all get y'all numbers. You know, appreciate make sure the brand is strong. Love, but um, I just want to say a happy birthday to Mr. Trinidad Ant. Appreciate it. You know, I know y'all probably got to do the pod in a dark studio. You know. Being hungover with that sensitivity to light and shit, you know. <laughs> but anyways, um, it's good having a power Tommy back. You know, it's been a long off season. Um, never really expected much from this season, honestly. You know. Hold on, D Scott. I have to show Jay something that I just seen on Facebook that has nothing to do with your voice. No, I thought that was D Scott. But it's so funny, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Wait a minute, dog. Hold on, dog. Dog. I have so many questions on everything in here. That is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life, bro. Like, I couldn't like just laugh at that in the middle of these. What year you think they start doing maternity shoots? (laughs) Whatever year they stop this nigga's fade, bro. Like it had to be in the two thousands, right? Oh, easy. Or maybe the and 2010s. They, they probably. They you probably saw paternity the, shoot. Well, that's the thing. We ain't had nowhere to see them for real. And people you had to be at somebody's house. Yeah. Like, but, have you ever seen a paternity shoot outside of the 2010s? No, nah, no. Nah. But I feel like if niggas had that before, you that was like a it. black and white that was in their bedroom, like on a nightstand or something. That wasn't just as soon as you walk in, they, before, bam, there go my naked belly. But no, you. I mean. I know some of y'all don't know nothing about photo albums, yeah. <laughs> like actual photo albums. Oh, yeah. No, it was never a, uh, not a shoot. Like, I got a picture of my mom with yeah, me in her belly. Yeah, that's different. But, but like, it wasn't a shoot. My dad wasn't there with his hand on her <laughs> yeah. fucking belly button. Like, I wonder when that started. It had yeah, to be that's like. That's some social media shit, bro. 2010s. That's some social media shit, bro. Yo, um, they, when niggas start making digital cameras. <laughs> yo, it probably came, The T-I, the T-5-I, or the T-2-I probably did it. Oh, man. I hate all that shit, bro. I sure to be so irritated with me because I'll be so irritated with all the like shit that people do. Like it's a thing that I don't understand. And I seen like five of these earlier today, matter of fact. Um you like, ever heard of the uh the first look pick at the wedding where they see each other before they fucking get married, which is fucking bad luck. What are you doing? But they it's the first time they see each other and they record it. Oh. And you record the look so you can see the groom's reaction. You mean like why they walking down the aisle? No. They have it's literally a completely separate shoot at the wedding. Like they be somewhere and like they be around the corner and then they both like pop around the corner like ah and then she see him, he see her. No, this is way more And fe- nobody's even married yet. It's way that's way more effective while walking down the aisle. Fam. You would get like tears, actual emotion. Because now, that's the second. Like, I, I don't want to see you till you come down that aisle. That's when the, like, 
I don't know. They told y'all niggas that was bad luck for 400 years and y'all believed it. And then somebody did it on the ground one Do time and it blew even up. be under the veil? <laughs> <laughs> I see the veil and I don't know how long. Because <laughs> that was the first look. Man, when you, you walk down the veil, with the basically, I for sure don't see y'all lift the veil. Like, y'all have a hood on, basically. <laughs> That's how it used to be. You in the hood, and then once you get there, Boom! Now it's the first look, cause like that's not a thing no more, dude. Nah, I ain't gonna ask that. In the last ten years of weddings I've been to, I ain't seen. I don't remember the last time I seen a veil. Niggas ain't lifting them. They coming down with the. Uh, I seen the veil for the pics. Maybe. They got the uh, Pushaisi veil, <laughs> and they face already out. <laughs> Yo, that's a, that's how I see Krishan and Blueface get married. Oh, with a Shiesty? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's already on. Krishan named her son Krishan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my favorite shit they ever did. Yo. <laughs> Yo. That's the only thing she's ever done that made me happy. She already on the internet showing her body. But um Nigga, she wore chains giving birth. Yo. <laughs> she had on mad cubans. <laughs> hey, hey baby, come put your face on this on this cheese grater. <laughs> right dog. Dog. Uh yo, so I saw a picture of her giving birth. And I thought, I thought it was the baby with the lashes on, but it was just her. <laughs> it looked like it looked like a baby. she don't got no teeth. <laughs> no, the picture angle looked like it was a baby like wrapped in swaddling clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just her with like a hoodie on or some shit. I thought it was the baby. Yeah, oh dog. I I think my Draco might be gay, bro. <laughs> like, huh? All right, D Scott. My bad, bro. Happy birthday to uh, Mr. Trinity. Hold up. Let me go forward a little oh. bit. Being hungover with that sense of time back. You know, it's been a long off season. Um, never really expecting much from this season, honestly. You know, it just gives me something to watch because last season wasn't really that good. <laughs> I feel like we have a, some unnecessary characters that should just disappeared or be written off Yo, not necessarily oh, killed like Vic and his sister because without Dahlia we don't need a sister Ding. and without Vic uh, fucking helping Tommy or whatever or chasing after Gloria he don't really serve no purpose I don't want to see him uh, talking all that hot shit about how he wants to kill his dad and his dad shows up and now all of a sudden he don't got to keep that. He ain't keeping that same energy. Like there he is, go get your lick back. You know what I'm saying? He hired somebody to kill your girl and almost killed you. So you know what I'm saying? But uh, I give this episode a twenty, based off two things that didn't Out have really anything to do about anything. For the first time ever in the Power Universe, the sun was out. Like it looked like it was actually hot outside, <laughs> where it was like fucking a spring or a summer. You see kids outside playing. Nobody's wearing big ass coats, leather coats and shit. You know they still had them damn hoodies on, but hey, it's progress, you know. Then we heard the uh, the infamous "Think Tommy," <laughs> the OG James St. Patrick's favorite line to tell Tommy, but. All in all, this episode, not much went on. I don't like how Tommy has his nephew setting up him setting him up to sell drugs on a fake TikTok. 
Like you po- you're his uncle. You're supposed to be guiding him away from that shit. You he got shot doing business with you or whatever. And imagine when his dad finds out, it's gonna be even more mad. So just creating unnecessary problems. Um, we see we've seen that uh, the drug lord dude was a diabetic. <laughs> uh, they zoomed in on that for extra, a couple extra seconds, you know. So maybe it's gonna play a part later on in the season. So we're gonna see what comes up on that. But Gennard got his ass with the whole episode. Like he owe everybody money, he owe everybody territory. Like, god damn. But is power? Tommy trying to show us that black people can be racist too, because every time people bring up Tommy, they tell us some man fuck with that white boy, fuck that white boy. We ain't doing business with a white boy. Like, damn. I know y'all don't know him, but shit. <laughs> but I've talked long enough. Y'all ain't come here to hear me. Y'all came here to hear the god, the pod gods. So anyways, I'm about to drop a, a lioness uh, voice note. Anyways, peace. Yo, D. Oh, Scott, that was funny as fuck. You are the change. most unintentionally funny nigga <laughs> ever born, dog. Y'all ain't come here to hear me. Hey, <laughs> niggas every time they be like, yo, who the fuck is this white boy? Yo, fam. So maybe that's another reason why I'm not loving like the writing and shit. Man, that's really how I do be though. This, but I feel like that's how it was with white boy Rick. Like nigga, talk about in general. It don't matter when the white guy come around. You be like, hey, who the white nigga? Dog. <laughs> he's every it's nigga. Like, it's not even like as like. I have no idea why we do that, fam. Tommy what? just had a shootout with the old other half of the GBI, the Irish niggas and the Serbian niggas. Irish and Serbs. This is white on white violence, fam. And the whole time, nobody knew who the white boy was. <laughs> Y'all just shooting at this nigga. Nobody knows why. I don't fucking yo. Why Jannard named they gang treason and thought he he killed that. He thought he ate. Like nigga, you a loser. <laughs> Do you know what that? <laughs> like, like you a beautiful bad guy, motherfucker. Like treason. Oh, bro, Jannard was like, I, I hate how they try to take YBI and then try to switch that into. Um, BMF and make a look, make the brothers split and take yeah, the games. I'm like, yeah. man, I mean, I know y'all got some, y'all got a lot of gang shit in Chicago. Y'all can, Fam, y'all can, y'all they can do. Literally, why you gotta do? Why they calling the uh, Hispanic gang the Insane Princes? Where the I don't, I don't know. So I don't know. ICP. <laughs> also, listen, I don't sell drugs. Uh, Facts. I I've never, I've never uh, brokered a deal between rival crews or anything like that. I can say, if I did sell drugs, mm-hmm. let me rephrase that. If I did buy drugs, I'm not letting that nigga talk to me that way. Like the Mexican nigga. Oh, yeah. He calling everybody. Yeah. My nigga, I don't work for you. He was talking crazy. Oh, you going to get my money. Oh, I'm going to kill you. Bro, you're the plug. So check this out. I don't, who who's this man over here? Uh, who's the way? He must say, who's the white boy? <laughs> he said it. He said, who's the gringo? I'm like, bruh. Everybody called this nigga a gringo, a mighty con. You know where I found out what gringo meant from? What? Playing the last Call of Duty that came out. <laughs> like, it was like a part of the game. Man. So apparently, like, uh, the army. 
Racism everywhere. The white folks, they was in green outfits. Yeah. And when it was time for them to load, they kept they, they, they were saying green, go home. Like mm, green go, green yeah. go, green go, because they was overstaying their welcome. Uh, That's funny. And uh so the gringo, it's not G R I know they spelled yeah, it yeah. gringo. I N G O. But yeah. they were really saying like green go. That's funny. Like get fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. But no, dog was talking. He told Janari, "Get my fucking money by the end of the week because you short." Um, which I'm like, Janari, what you thought you was gonna do? Like when you walk in there and see a nigga getting beat with a monkey wrench, y'all. I just came to see what y'all was doing this week. <laughs> like, I'm not even finna tell you I'm short this week. I'm like, bro. shit. You want to go to the game? I got some Cubs tickets. You know at, what I'm saying? At just that like, moment, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I was just coming by to let you know I'm gonna have that money for you Friday. Yeah, man. Boom. I'm gonna control the situation. I'm dog. gonna throw an extra twenty on top of yeah, it. Yeah, come on, dog. Twenty dollars. I'm gonna add twenty racks, nigga. <laughs> twenty dollars. And yo, Janard, why you a whole ass nigga? Why you put a green light on your brother? He yo. saved your life. One, I forgot. Just let me tell you, I hated how series season one ended. Yeah, everybody, yeah. it was so anticlimactic. Yeah, everybody who was about to get they just do. Just did it. Yeah. And yep. then y'all killed Lillian. Like everything yeah. that was supposed to happen didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Every single one. It was weird. I didn't love it. I didn't fucking love it. Um, but that's it, man. Tommy's back. Um, mad characters from the shy is on here. We got uh Dre is on here, Nuck is on here, Cairo is on here. Um, and that's just who we saw in episode one. Uh, we could have if dude I pop up on this bitch. Now we're gonna have a fucking party. Um, look, man, I don't know, and I'm gonna keep it real with y'all because y'all the best fucking listeners in the world, and we would never lie to y'all. I don't know that we're gonna review this shit week to week. I don't know either. I don't know. It, it, it depends it, on how I feel. It depends on see episode number two. And it'll depend on episode number three yeah. and four and every fucking week. Because here's the thing. I'm going to watch it. But if it ain't getting interestinger, Cause like, I don't I, know, bro. I don't. I'm not invested in the plot. I don't know what the plot is. Um, not invested in the plot. Uh, I I can't invest to somebody else. Irv said it. Irv said it like, oh, he going to find him a, a love interest, right? Facts. I'm not for, like I'm not falling for another woman, Tommy. Well, here's the thing: if you Tommy love interest, or if you're just of the fucking white chromosome around that nigga, you're gonna die. Yeah, and that's just what it is, bro. But what they do is they try to make that make us like that character too. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. over it because y'all made me like Liliana, and then you offed her for no reason, and y'all let her get killed by the weak ass sister. She ain't even really on this street shit for real, dog. Nah. She out here just she a fake shooter, bro. Like she is, she got a couple bodies, but Accident she ain't really murderer. With that smoke. Her crib is amazing, though. God damn, that fucking loft is. Her and her brother, beautiful. her like what? This shit is so gay, bro. The brother gotta like, let go of this G-H-E-Y. shit. G H E Y. The gay. brother, nigga, your girl died because you didn't listen to Tommy. Tommy last season said, "Hey, take my car. It ain't no trackers on it." It ain't no GPS on it. They literally won't find you. And you take the fucking Mustang and you and old girl go. Give me your Range Rover, nigga. Don't drive your Range. And then that nigga jumped in the Range. They tracked your ass and your daddy shot your fucking girl. That's why she did. Because you ain't listen. Your daddy did that shit. Come on, dog. Like, what the fuck you ma- fuck y'all mad at me for, nigga? Dad shit got his revenge, but he let y'all live. Come on, dog. Like, that shit is fucking weak, man. Um... All in all, dog, I don't really care that the fucking feds 
found him or that they realized that that nigga is supposed to have died in New York and he didn't. He magically in Chicago. And y'all keep calling him ghosts. Yeah, I don't love that. Stop that. Stop that. Fuck, Tommy. Do everything. Think. 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 Like, Tommy, this is everything we were supposed to do since we was kids. (laughs) (laughs) We moved to Chicago. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, man. um, You're a Chicago dog. (laughs) (laughs) Moved to Chicago. Find your gay brother. Is this who? Is that Tiffany? Oh, shit. No, she do look like her, though. This is a finer version of Tiffany. Yeah. Is she uh, in Chicago? I have no idea. Okay. She going to pop up on Power Tommy. Um, yo, man, if you watch Power Force, let us know what you thought. If you didn't watch Power Force, guess what? I'm also not really shocked because I forgot shit was coming back. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this, this show. The best Power spinoff is Kane. Is Kane. Yeah. Like, it's it's good. It's a good show oh, by itself. Speaking of, um, Power Raising Kanan did get a return date. Uh, that is coming back. On hang on, let me give you all the exact date. Don't want to lie to you, niggas. December first, Friday, December first. Raising Canaan on Stars will be back. Um, so yeah, not sure what's gonna happen between now and the the weeks because what we got nine more weeks of Tommy. So uh, the shot still be on. <laughs> facts, facts. The they gonna put y'all back in rotation. But um, yeah, Raising Canaan back on December first. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens in these remaining episodes of Power Tommy. But as of right now, I don't know. It's just looking real. It's looking real gloom and doom for this show, man. Um, mainly because I don't understand it. I don't really care about these characters yet. It's just a lot of like shit going on that don't have to be going on. Like Tommy, what time is it? When is this going on? Shit, when the feds was talking, they was like, yo, he was linked to a major drug dealer in New York, but he got killed a few months ago. Like, this only been a few months and you already got war with four factions? What I mean is, this is three years in the past for what's going on on Tariq's show. Because it's been, well, it's been, I don't know how long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What time is it? So this only been a few months since Ghost died. Yeah. Tariq done been in school three years, nigga. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because that timeline over there is. No, that's one of the worst timelines in the history of time, bro. They really over there on some time as a construct shit, man. Um, but, yo, Tommy, Force, we may be back next week. We may not. Um, if y'all send in voice notes, we'll play y'all voice notes and we'll respond to them. But whether y'all get a fucking review of what the fuck is going on, the world may never know, man. Um, on to the shy, yo. Uh, episode whatever. Five. Five of the shy. Um, it's actually decent. It was decent. It wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. This is a pretty decent episode. Um, still had some shy fuckery in there and some mad random unnecessariness. They're going to keep some unnecessary shit. Yeah. But remove all of that. And you actually had a pretty fucking entertaining episode of TV. Um, first things first, man. Uh, Emmett, dog, I, I think you're going backwards, bro. Like in everything, you you not really a boss the way you supposed to be a boss right now. You own all this shit, but you don't own shit. You not really the man of the house the way that you trying to be the man of the house right now. Um, your girl is completely running you the fuck over. She's blaming you for everything, nigga. This the funniest shit, and I'm I'm posting this 
on the uh, on the pod page. This is the funniest shit I ever seen, nigga. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, Keisha could fucking walk smooth in the traffic, get hit by a car, and she gonna be like, "Emmett, you did this." Like it's everything is Emmett's fault, nigga. We need to put Emmett on the Everybody Hates Chris uh, cover. Man, there was a, <clears throat> there was a, in my opinion, an unchecked lie becomes the truth. Okay. And there was a lot of imagery and a lot of innuendo and a lot of things that were just said in this episode as if it was the truth. Yeah. And we just move on. And I think subconsciously that does something to somebody. For for a lot of people, um, I didn't like a lot a lot of the psycho babble shit they was trying to pull, and I just think this is it's just bad, and we've just accepted it. Not on some writing shit, but like, I mean, y'all just smoking all up in the prime. Y'all that make it like y'all just make it a thing where we just gonna accept that these fourteen and fifteen year olds. Now, were there 14 and 15-year-olds who smoked weed when I was that age? Yes. Absolutely. It wasn't everybody, though, for sure. I was around. I, I, I wasn't participating. I, my friends were. I wasn't participating yeah. for the most yeah. part. Um, but, like, I don't. I just don't. I just don't. And that whole little I'm trying to find myself and I'm lost and I'm this and I'm that, it sounds great. And given the right context, those things are all valid. Yeah. But looking through the lens that we've watched this show in, I think that shit is cap. Yeah. But it was said as if it was a fact, and it was said and how the music and like, oh, this is her overcoming moment. Yeah. And we still trying to figure out why the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. And it was like, y'all, this overcoming moment where I'm going to therapy and and I I'm just overwhelmed and like, what are you what are you Overwhelmed with exactly. Here's the thing with Keisha um, Your character had mad reasons To have been in therapy before yes. You and Emmett moved in together And started trying to raise y'all's families And kids together and all that um, You should have been in therapy And should have stayed in therapy And your parents or your mom at minimum um, Should have fucking Stayed on top of you To stay in therapy Because what you did was You stopped therapy you you started dating a dude from the store. You got back with Emmett, and you started just rushing back through your life like you didn't just have this traumatic ass experience. Yeah. Dog. And because of that, you missed some steps in therapy when you stopped and just start going back to regular fucking everyday life. That yeah. could have maybe helped you not feel as overwhelmed, like or whatever the fuck. And as we talk this out, if maybe that's what's wrong with her. Right, maybe yeah. that's what uncovers in therapy, but y'all sure didn't set it up that way. No, nah, no, nah. y'all set it up as because she said something every week that is starting to like really bother me, dog. It's some form of image you ain't doing enough. It's gaslighting, bro, bro. Like, am I not, am I am I not right using that right or wrong, whatever? But like, I, you can ask Shorty. I don't know how to use it. Like you making, like I don't. Every time he Eminem has an issue, you make it seem like it's his problem fam. and the world is for like fam, first and foremost, it's April. Yeah. Yep. It's April. You haven't been in this house for one month. Like it was February last season. So we're talking about from March. So April from, from February the 14th to at, at the very least, 
April 20th. How many times you been late? Right. How many like how she many times like, have you ever even paid a mortgage? She was like, You've been showing up late and sometimes you've been leaving early. Why you leaving early? Why you leaving showing up late because you and Emmett can't figure out who dropping the kids off or who doing what it's or whatever. One That's kid. one thing. The other kids don't come over on only so on the, the weekends. weekends. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But even if scratch that, even if all the kids is over there every fucking day, y'all got four kids over there every day, Monday through Friday. Let's just play it like that, right? Yo, why y'all can't sit down and like figure out like what works? So both y'all, Emmett owns his company. So also, Emmett, where you at in the morning? Cause nigga, Cause the Papa, chicken spot don't open up. Cause Papa the one open the store. No real shit. <laughs> like and like what chicken spot opens? Uh, cause school hours, nigga. Elementary started at seven a.m. Yes. School so, starts that early So I'm trying to Even if they pushed it to 8 The chicken spot ain't open Till at least 10 or 11 nigga. Also how'd you get a job as a teacher Yeah still not understanding How that happened Like You was late on your first day Shit the, you was still interviewing Yeah you was late to your yeah, interview You was late on the in person interview God damn Damn beefed with the person working there Mm-hmm. Because you know everything And whatever you think is right Is the way it should be And then you was late more times Like it's, it, it's You ain't You not out of 90 days So what they're doing making her And I don't think they realize they're doing it They're they're attempting to make Keisha a victim They're attempting to make her someone that you can like Feel bad for or whatever But what they're actually doing Is making her a very annoying character dog She was an actual victim Yeah You don't have to You didn't to, have to make her a victim She was a legitimate actual victim Yeah And we could've If you would've If she was still depressed from that shit You wouldn't hear no peep out of me Yeah But I'm gonna say Nigga you gotta get over that Adoption, rape, and baby No Come on bro Come But on, like bro. y'all made it seem like it was Like she was back to regular But what's fucking me up With her and Emmett And uh, Shorty be saying this shit all the time Like dog they was like the happiest they could be when they got back together. Cause it was like, yo, we've been obviously in our own little relationship that we had back in the day, but we've always really been good friends through that too. Like you confided in me or you came to me when your dad died trying to fuck. And I told you, you could talk to me. You could just lay with me. Yeah. When, when my mom kicked me out, you ain't let me come stay with you, but you threw me mad protein bars out the window and shit. Yeah. Like we've always had some semblance of like, a, a friendship that could get us through whatever the fuck we was going through. Now you just seem irritated with and me. And then dog. when you were struggling trying to be in school and Come take on, care man. of the baby, I said, "Why don't you just? Come Why don't here? you move in with me? You ain't got to be in no dorm and all that shit. You barely fucking. You got music over here and this over here. You can't study. Come live with me, dog. And, and what it what it for me? What it sounds like is you saying I'm here taking care of your kids, baby girl. Your son live with me. Come on now. That's not my child. Come on, huh? Because literally only one kid don't go nowhere. And that's your kid. And that ain't my kid. And here's the thing. We both knew what the fuck it was when we moved in together. Also, we didn't just move in together. We've been living together. All we did was get a bigger space at your request. I just want to, like, can you, can like, last week was 420. Yeah. So this prom, this got to be somewhere in May. Yeah, but yeah. like... February of last season, and wasn't the last episode either, by the way. Yeah, was Valentine's I think it's been Day. a year since then. 
I think they didn't win a whole nother. I think they went a loop around the fucking sun, dog. I think so. Because but no, regardless, we, they ain't been in this house a month. Y'all That's, barely that, was in the apartment together for that long. Yeah, yeah. Like from February. I just don't understand And like oh, I needed this job You just got it How many checks did you get? Yeah, yeah. You wanted your name on the mortgage You ain't got no job right? Like You if, can't I'm if, I'm literally the breadwinner If and, and You can't just go get a fucking mortgage Without having no proof of income But you know what This is also disproving Um, The whole If the man Pay the bills Do this Do that He fucking do this Do that I'll do whatever. I cook, clean, watch the kids. Da, da, da. No, you won't. And here's, I'm not saying that you won't. I'm saying that you won't because you still have your own dreams, your own ambitions. Your, and if you aren't doing your shit, whatever it is that you want to do, you won't feel fulfilled. Because Emmett has done everything she asked him to do. And all she keeps saying is you ain't doing enough. I guess my frustration is, um, I like, I just feel like y'all ruined one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah. Yeah, like they turned her into they turned her into Tiffany. Yeah, literally. You that's, remember that's Tiffany season one and two used to be the bitchiest. I hated when Emmett pulled up on Tiffany, dog, and she was like super rat. Yeah, like Emmett wasn't doing nothing but getting cussed out every time he pulled up on Tiffany first couple seasons, bro. And then you remember the season where they got back together before their relationship got randomly fucked up, and all of a sudden she wanted to start fucking other people. Which came out of nowhere Out of nowhere Out of nowhere And then settled down With one of the niggas She was fucked What? What? But anyway That season before When they were just In a normal Regular relationship um, She was like kind And like Everything was cool And it was like Yo Tiffany Kind of likable character Dog She actually I with me And then he and, fucked Lala And told her Yeah And then y'all just Threw that shit To the fucking yeah, whatever, man. But they're definitely turning Keisha into somebody unlikable. And what's funny is Lena think that they're turning her into a likable character. They think they're like, yo, this is the face of struggle. This is what women are going through. And I'm like, maybe if you never showed her everything. Like, I, I, you, have, you have failed to show me on this show in this season yeah. where Emmett is fucking up at. Yeah. Like, I feel Y'all like- showed me where he's fucking up in like getting in debt to Duda. Yeah, for sure. I see where he's fucking up with that. But at home, only thing I didn't love that Emma did this episode, um, when she was uh, sitting on the couch after she got fired, and he came in talking about Tiff Cargan broken and all that, and then when she kind of she listened at first, then she was like, "Yo, I got let go from my job today." His response wasn't the greatest. It was it was very much, it was kind of dismissive of what he what she had just told him. That's the only thing I haven't liked. But that wasn't the cause or the catalyst of her attitude. It is fucked up. But, like, I'm actually telling you why I'm frustrated with my day. And before I'm even finished, you tell me what some fucked up shit happened to you. It's That's a a quick emotional turn Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. to jump to. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, no, dog. Emin has, hey, you wanted a bigger. All right, bet. I'm going to get you a bigger. Boom. You wanted the car. All right, bet. I'm going to get you. Boom. Like, whatever the fuck you wanted, I'm doing, dog. Now, I'm putting our family in massive debt to an insane person, um, a fucking serial killer who. Also, what choice do I have? Also that. Because when he came to him with the decision, like, what's literally, what is the choice that I have? Fam, and not only that, bro, here's the thing that I need Keisha to kind of accept. 
None of this exists if I was just a manager at Smokey's with no like assistance, no nigga helping me expand and open other locations and do all that and introduce me to a realtor, introduce me to a auto broker. None of this comes to fruition if I wasn't working with Dudot. It's just a fact. Yes, we would right. be living in the same old spot we was living in Cramped and up. probably be barely making it, probably be doing okay. But we wouldn't be fucking thriving. It wouldn't be, A, if I need something here. It would be, yo, I need this. All right, let me stack it. Let me see what I could do type shit. It, we might have been living good, actually, because this mortgage is probably a lot more than that and one. that rent was. And those yeah. two people with them two incomes in that one little apartment would yeah. be straight. Would have been all right, man. Shit, but with, if Eminem and Tiff was living there. She had to swing her nuts, though. Oh, you bought your baby mom a car. Okay, buy me a house, then. And it was like, ah, that's the plan. But that was the plan down the road. Now we just fucking bought into this shit. And now we got to do this. And I ain't also, really loving that. You know I'm working with Duda. Come on. But you still told me to go buy a house. Yeah. You know where that money come from. Come on, fam. I also was right about two jokes that uh, I made on this pod. What's that? One about the realtor and one about the councilman's second in, in command. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, uh, I, yeah. I both alluded to I didn't think he had a wife. Because remember he do say he had a wife. Well, he said my fiance. I watched mm. that episode. Yeah, very tricky with the language. Mm. Very tricky with the language. Mm. I see how y'all wrote that. Man, I misidentified. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? I might catch a charge for that. Hey, hey, the miseducation, nigga. The miseducation of anyway. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like, it was super duper obvious that both these men uh like men Yeah And I was like Now nah, it makes sense It's a weak ass stretch That they're trying to It's a reach Yeah It's a Who the Who's a reacher Pause In battle rap Mmm Shit uh, <laughs> Nigga What's reach God <laughs> What's my dog name Hold up Hold up. I am blanking on this nigga name. Nigga literally don't do shit but reach. Battle rapper. Dog. Dot. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, nah, you know this nigga, dog. Literally just be fucking reaching. Anyway, yeah. um, but here's the thing though. Yeah, it was kind of obvious what the uh, uh, chief of staff dude and the realtor dude was on. It wasn't necessarily obvious that they was on that together. together. No. Um, but the thing is, though, I don't give a fuck about either of these characters. I never needed to see that realtor after he sold him at the house. Never. He never needed to come back up again. Hey, I'm still trying to figure out how Marcus isn't this nigga's chief of staff. And he led your campaign up until he got beat the fuck up. I personally would like to know why Trig just told that man that he was involved in a murder. Okay, let's discuss this. After I came to you and told you that the feds were looking into it, yep. you went and told another motherfucker that same day that you was involved with hiding a body. So... They haven't yet another... I don't even know what this occasion was, nigga, but they keep doing, like, congrats to Trig events all over the city. So this time, they doing one at Trig House. Um, I don't know why half the people who are there are actually there, but whatever. 
Um, like, why your realtor here again, bro? I get that first time it was a. No, that was Emmett Realtor. Yeah, what? I get why he was at Emmett's fucking open house. Why is he at Trig House? But okay, he come in here. He was late. Um, he is the he engaged to to the chief of staff dude. Um, so as did you see a ring on his finger? I ain't know who finger the ring was supposed <laughs> to be on. I mean, because chief of staff nigga don't look like he married. Look, I mean, I or got like how that supposed to work when it's look? Would they both get a ring? Who pay for the wedding? I don't know. I think my Draco might be. <laughs> <laughs> like, who pay for the wedding? I think my Draco the might be a chief for, of like, staff. When it's two men, who pay for the wedding? Or when it's two women, who pay for the wedding? Like, the most masculine one? When it's two women, somebody got man up. <laughs> <laughs> I know these sound Boy. like... I'm this a dead ass question. Like, no, I supposed? don't know. I don't know how that works. Is that the only time you can go 50-50 is when y'all the same? If it not, would make the most sense Because if not Right Like if it's man and woman Then nigga you gotta pay for it If it's two dudes I feel like At any time One of them should be able to Say to the other one Like Nigga give me a thousand On this tux Nigga like and, Cause what the fuck You gonna do Nigga you should have had a thousand You the man You the man Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> know how that works tap in i'm sure y'all listening y'all got some drop a voice note shit i don't fucking know i need to know dog i mean i guess i don't need to know well i didn't need <laughs> these two characters to go together and they do so now i got fucking questions but dog come in um chief of staff introduced him to victor and his girl and then he like oh yeah man y'all got a great house he first of all he kept weirdly talking about their house like he never he would like say something Victor will respond and then he'll say more shit. He was like, Yo, it's a great house. He was like, Yeah, Fatima Ben, you know, decorating, woo woo woo. He was like, Yeah, I had my eye on this house for a while. He was like, Oh, okay. Is that right? Yeah, man. Y'all, this is a great neighborhood. All the construction they got going on, this shit gonna be worth some money. He was like, Okay, like, appreciate it. I get all the little talking points they want to hear about black folks. Yeah. Buying. I like to keep them in the same neighborhood. Yeah. We can be influenced. Like, I get Bro, it. Bro, Lena be writing uh fucking talking points. Black Lives Matter talking points, don't she? Like we like to keep uh, black folks in the same neighborhood who got jobs, who always could buy houses, who could work, and then that. Like, bro, we hear you, dog. We hear you, but this shit sound more like a speech than a natural cadence of a convo. Yeah, and that's what makes it fucking weird and makes people look like they can't act. Who might actually be decent actors. Um, but so he's saying all this, and then Victor, like, all right, nigga, how you know so much about my house? Oh, I just sold uh, Otis a house over this way not too long ago. And that nigga Victor was like, "Oh, this was my first house I sold." Yeah, he, that's you know what I'm yeah, that's what he, yeah. He hooked me up with you know what I'm in saying? this neighborhood. Yep. And so then Victor grabbed the chief of staff, nigga. He like, "Yo, man, I think y'all y'all need to stay away from Otis." He was like, "Why? He seemed like a good dude. We ain't never had no problem with him." Now let's check this out before <laughs> I go into my next statement. That nigga Duda sells drugs. Is an arms dealer. He's a trafficker of young girls. He has a chop shop illegally. He's responsible for a fucking whole car theft ring. He's a womanizer. He's a womanizer. He's also a serial killer. It's mad shit you can say about Duda when somebody asks you, why shouldn't I work with him? He has a very short... I seen a nigga kill... Remember he stumped somebody out in front of, in front of Jake? Remember he took Jake yeah, in as a kid? Yeah. We totally forgot about Jake. Nigga adopted the fuck of Jake out of Jake. And then nigga had him in a good school and all that. 
Next thing you know, Trey come back. Jake back in public school. God damn. <laughs> Jake in that fucking uh, Two Face outfit he on. He got to get. Yeah, that, that is literally exactly what I said, bro. Like, this nigga one thousand percent. Harvey fucking did. I did goddamn. not like how he came downstairs, especially when he had it with the beater in the pants. And when did Jake turn six five? The nigga was tall as shit. I was like, all right. So look, all that shit, dude. I do. This nigga Victor say, let me incriminate myself. Yo, I tell you why you shouldn't work with that nigga. I helped him bury a body, sir. I'm calling the feds on you as soon as me and DeAndre get the fuck home, nigga. And I don't know if that nigga's name is DeAndre, but it feels right. Nigga, do you know how quick I'm calling? I'm going to put my do-rag on later. No, what the fuck? And I'm calling. That nigga said. Didn't you just have a a conversation with Duda's wife about the feds? Sam, she came to your office and literally warned you. Hey, feds is watching. Stay low. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell this to the government. (laughs) And I'm government, too. Bro, do you know how quickly a dog will replace you as the alderman around this bitch? Like, nigga. Could be a plot point. I'm here for your job, bro. It's the reason I accepted this. Because soon as you slip, I'm out. Yo. <laughs> Dark Queen Duck is hilarious. Yo. I seen a picture of Lori Harvey. Not Lori Harvey. What's oh, the shit. What's the Marjorie? Lori, Lori Lightfoot. Oh, shit. <laughs> she looked like Dark Queen Duck. Fam, Lori Lightfoot with the hat and the. Uh, yeah. And black. yeah. I was like, yo, this is Dark Queen Duck for sure. Somebody posted a picture of her and was like, uh, that's the press. That's the. Chief of staff nigga at his press conference after he snitched on Victor. <laughs> like, bro, why would you tell somebody that? Look, hey man, you know what? I done heard a lot of shit about dude. I man, y'all just be careful. Yo, this nigga run drugs. He's in a prostitution. He did this, and I heard he didn't, he didn't put somebody. Nigga, everybody know dude. I fam. It's a reason that when that nigga walked in the house party or the uh, housewarming, the record stopped. Because everybody know what the fuck you want. You don't have to incriminate yourself, Trig. And now, the feds is at your door at 1 a.m. trying to talk. And Fatima that? don't know why. What the fuck, fuck is that? that? <laughs> Yo, they also should have played the they song right there. Like, fuck you do that for, my <laughs> like, nigga? Dog, dog. Fatima like, wait. Like, what's going on? Why are you here? Victor ain't even tell her because he knew he would have had to say... I told on myself earlier, dog. Like, my bad. I didn't even mean to tell on me. Like, my bad, bro. Um, I don't get why he did that. I I will never understand incriminating yourself to that degree. I'll be honest. That's bad writing. That was terrible. Like that, Victor, that, you are... Fuck so, all this alderman shit. You a street nigga, bro. You mean to tell me the writers could not think of another way for him to find out that he was involved in that? Man. Man. Besides him, out the blue... Straight off the bat, oh, I helped him hide a body. And I mean, said it so, like, okay. Like, that was some, like, halfway regular shit. You trust this nigga with your life? Because that's life in prison. Fam. And you might just get killed. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I I don't get it. I don't get it. That shit was weird to me. You know what else was weird to me? Emmett hiding a fucking uh, bag full of $10 million in the ottoman. Sir. Sir. I get it. You ain't want to hide the money in the first place. I get it. Nut came to your door. They forced you to do the shit. Nigga, you couldn't think of nowhere better than a fucking ottoman in the middle of the living room. The kids could get to it. Bro, a fucking uh, quilt was hanging out the motherfucker, right? Uh, uh, 
I also want to know why Like Keisha um, That's not your bag Why'd you open it Well This is me Hypothetically If I see a blanket Halfway Hanging out the ottoman And I want to go And just tuck it back Into the ottoman And then when I open The lid of the ottoman I see a random Fucking uh, Fake ostrich Duffel bag in there That's never been in there before I might look in And see what the fuck Is in there You've only been in this house A month Yeah but I like I know it's not mine. This is my girl's. One, yeah. it's like this might as well be a purse. I'm not opening it. It's yeah. gonna open up a woman's purse. Well, we're dudes. Women are curious. But like soon as she saw it, let me open it up. Like, goddamn. Bro, you hiding that in the house is the equivalent of whatever the fuck shot is gonna do with them guns. Also, this is like, all right, Emmett. It seems that you can find your nuts sometimes. Yeah. You need to find your nuts right now. Yeah. Yo, Duda came. I'm holding this money for Duda. It's the reason we got this fucking house. And I don't, I can't tell them no. So it's going to be here. If you like live, it is what it is. Hey, that money that I told you Duda gave me to go buy these suits and that car and all that, this that money. Or, dude, I gave me money to buy the house and the suits and the cars, so I've been stacking my money. I don't know. I also need to know how much is in that duffel bag. Prior to, when when Emmett came home, uh-huh. and him and Tiff, not him and Tiff, might as well be Tiff. Facts. Uh, him and Keisha got into it. What was the phrase that she said that she went over her mama house and her mama said the exact same thing, exact same thing to uh, Dre? Um. Oh, I ain't about to be sitting at home while you all living your best life. My favorite part, though, it didn't make no sense when her mama said it to Dre. None. It, it, that had zero to do with Dre. And we're going to talk about that in a minute because they finna piss me off. Dre's a fucking idiot. No, no, no. Dre has never been this fucking look. Like, what? <laughs> Fam, Dre, Dre wouldn't even go get coffee with old girl a week ago. Now she texting. And now she texting at 11 at night yeah. with Nina in bed. Yeah. Come on, fun. And then she, but Dre had bars. Oh, Dre had bars. Dre got her shit off. Oh, funny you mentioned that. <laughs> she, she said, "She said I'm supposed to take that from you. <laughs> you fucked the brat, and I can't fuck her." But like Dre, when Dre never came off. First of all, Dre is absolutely gonna cheat on Nina. Like they lining it up. They making this more obvious than fucking was, Papa Daddy getting killed. Also, was my fiance. Yeah, it's different. Sometimes it don't feel like cheating if you've been there a million times. <laughs> like, well, shit, I knew you first. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. I'm not saying that's the go No, no, no. Not at all. But, but like, Dre was... And first of all, Dre, you can't do that. You're you're not that dumb. You don't sit there and fucking text. And what the fuck is y'all texting about that you comfortable texting right next to your damn lady? I'm laughing, joking. It's a group chat. You know nah, what I'm saying? Nah, Memes. Nah, who in the group? Add me to the group. Add me to the group. <laughs> So Nina had a right to be fucking irritated. So let me ask. What's that? I don't know if I should ask. Is it okay to be in a mixed group chat when you let next to your lady? Like mixed, it's niggas in mixed the group with chat. That. Mixed Man with is women. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't see no problem with that. All right, all right, cool. I don't see no problem with that. But I also think when y'all are in bed, me, I like phones down when I'm in bed. Like, when I'm specifically in bed. Yeah. Okay? We sitting on the couch. You pick your phone up, whatever, whatever. Like, we ain't going to make no big deal out of that. I get it. Motherfuckers be on their phone. Like, that's just the world, nigga. When we get in bed, though, it's time to electronics down, nigga. Except for the TV because I need that to fall asleep. If not, I'm getting out of bed. I'm going back in the living room. Um, But sitting up texting your ex-fiance at 11 at night 
here's the thing. Dre never even said, yo, we work together now. Like, I didn't know she worked there. Like, Dre didn't even throw out the one half-decent well, we, fucking excuse. Because well, if you throw that out there, well, it still don't make up for shit, but at least a, it makes sense why you in contact with her. Well, no, I think that's assumed. Because how did you know it's your ex? Like, that, that conversation that already yeah, yeah, happened. So yeah. I think... She knows. She knows that he, she works there. The yeah. whole nine yards. Because you knew who I was talking to. But then Nina, what the fuck you mean? You ain't gonna be sitting in the house while I'm living my best life. I'm texting her from the house. Where you going? Where you trying to go? Trying to get in the streets? Like we and only, go back to Arts Beats and Eats with well, your fucking with the brat. Arts Beats and Eats. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the brat beats and eats. Oh, hey, hey. The brat beats and eats. Hey. Listen. Emmett left the house one time and witnessed a nigga get murdered. <laughs> okay. He ain't been out the house. Like, she, like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's fucking hilarious. When he went out the house, yeah, that night was gone for all of two hours. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Like, he came in the house at two o'clock. He had to leave at like 11. Yeah. Like, it, he was gone for all of three hours, tops, which I don't think is wild. Right, cause yeah. it's two o'clock in the morning. Like the club clothes, whatever. Clothes. Yeah, I just seen a nigga get murdered. Okay, yeah, I wasn't out there fucking with bitches and shit like that. Right, so, you know how Emmett Loki could have saved himself from getting yelled at at Keisha if he would have came in and been like, Keisha, I just seen a nigga get murdered. I seen dude, I murdered somebody. I'm scared. Like we, Keisha, we can't go to the police. Damn, he was that would have curved all this fucking attitude, nigga. <laughs> but no, and Keisha, she would go down there. I heard you murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you little accident murderer. Yeah. So what I so during this joint, uh-huh. uh, we see uh, Tia Tamara, baby mama. I mean, uh, baby daddy uh, on the show, right? Because Tiff car gets stolen, right? Right. And from his house, yep. And he takes her. He straight to Duda. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't his house. It was her and Iman new spot they gonna start growing or whatever. Yeah. They was out looking at they sp- well, she was out with Cairo and Tia and Tamara, baby daddy, ex husband. Where the fuck is Iman during this? Cause let me tell you what you're not gonna keep doing is having Dante pop up everywhere every time we talk about some weed, nigga. But Iman, you also should have knew that when she brought Dante's real weed connect. And he came through talking about, hey, I got better weed than all you niggas. My name Cairo Fuqua. <laughs> Nigga, Dante probably was going to be around. But anyway, they out. They looking at we. Why Tiffany's so impatient with this process? She looking at, when mine going to start to look like this? Bitch, when you buy the house? Like, you don't even have a spot yet, bro. It's been, it's been days. It's literally been weeks since you met this dude. It hasn't though You couldn't have grown Anything in this it's, process It's It's been a week and a half Maybe dog. You couldn't get a permit During this process Or this timeline You couldn't have grown A weed During this timeline There's no bud That would have grown This quickly Nigga The little lettuce sprouts We did in middle school Not growing Fam. It's like weeks later Before you go Fam. through The window seal And get that little Paper towel That's in the hell That nigga Cairo said Be patient Damn Like But while they in there, they hear somebody throw a fucking brick through the window. It was the same sound effect from Thin Line Between Love and Hate. When is that <laughs> when, how niggas steal cars? When Chicago? Brandy threw the shit through his Nissan shit. Um, I mean, so his mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> full fucking circle, dog. So then uh, Dante and Tiff. Dante like 
I think I know who did this shit. And they go to Duda's garage. Here's the thing I didn't like about them going to Duda's garage. How was they just calmly walking around the fucking chop shop? How y'all know where the chop shop at? Fam, Dante, what do you do? I want to get into his shit a little bit. Because Duda might have been the only dude who's like, oh, I'm sorry, Dante might have been the only dude that Duda spoke to respectfully. Yeah, Dante. Like, yeah. He was, hey, yeah, man, what's up? My brother? And he like, look, word of advice, nigga. I wouldn't be up here trying to protect no bitch that ain't mine. You know what I'm saying? Don't like, get your ass fucked up around this motherfucker. Don't do not do that, Dante. You my man. I'm trying to save you. Dante like, nah, you right, man. <laughs> different time, different circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start using that shit, dog. Different time, different circumstances. <laughs> I'm about to tweet As soon as the nigga yeah. say that, you're the feds, bro. Different time, different circumstances. Different time, different circumstances. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Hell, oh, we was over there at the crib the other day. My pops just ran. He was watching Payton Full. I was like, I'm so proud of you, dog. Oh, man. Um, But anyway, they go over there. When did he mind get to the chop shop? How was he just there? Like this nigga just randomly already in the building. They called. They called the whole. Hey yo, we gonna do the stealing cars, y'all. <laughs> Everybody get down here. Do the stealing cars. They got one of the little uh, the thing outside with the uh, that be like this. <laughs> Craig's in trouble. Come quick. Like they hit that nigga with that. So then they get down there. Her Nissan shit right over here. And low key, this is a callback to fucking Thin Line. Because you threw a brick through Martin Nissan shit. They didn't threw a brick through her Ultima. And she's sitting up there like, that's my Ultima right there. And then they go over there. That's my car. That's my car. And then Iman, little soft, tall, and yo, Duda. Yo, little nigga with the afro, with the hairline fucked up. Why y'all steal her car? Why was, I don't understand. I, we did with y'all. How y'all, bitch, how the fuck I bought the, well, Duda, you bought the car, Loki. <laughs> Dude, I, you literally knew this was her car. <laughs> like, nigga, you gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you gay. You, your car, man, nah, sold the car. Dude, I was Chauncey when he sent them niggas out. And they said, black, <laughs> Nissan, Alt. About 10 motherfucker. Send the little niggas over there about, uh, about 10 <laughs> That Dude, I really look kind of fused. It's like, oh, shit, my bad. They got it. Dude, I was like, this this shit going for good shit right now. I'm tired of this nigga talking like a fucking, like, like, fucking laureate (laughs) every time. Yo, man, I'm sorry. It was a mistake. It won't happen again. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up, nigga. He got a fucking, like, he gonna take his monocle out in a minute. Why, uh, they gave Kevin the dude out haircut? That little yeah. soft fro fade. I don't love that. Shout out to Kevin. I like his acting the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I do and I don't. He keep making weird faces sometimes. I don't, I don't love it. But he was cool this episode. Why he don't want like life to be... Kevin want to be 45 so bad, bro. Why do, we, <laughs> Why do he want Maisha so bad? <laughs> I don't know. Yo, but do he though? Because <laughs> that nigga gave her a hypothetical and then changed his whole plan. He was like... He was like, yo, would you go to L.A. if you had an opportunity? Hell, fuck yeah. She was like, yeah. <laughs> that nigga was like, a word, bitch? No, he was, like, he was like, but what about your friends and your family? And they were like, nigga, fuck them. They'll be here when I get back. All right. As S- soon as she closed the door, that nigga Say said. Say less. I'm in. Say less. Set my house up. Like, nigga. Um, but my thing is, you're already emancipated. So why are you asking all these questions? You've already moved the fuck out, bro. 
but Amani like um no like he getting Greek like I, I, this is what I don't understand. Okay, y'all know who Duda is. Facts. Y'all know who Nucky is. Yeah. What are y'all doing? No, what you what you gonna do is fix this fucking window. <laughs> that nigga uh, <laughs> said, no, 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 no. That's what we not gonna do. <laughs> that nigga Duda said. <laughs> That's what we not gonna do, brother. <laughs> that nigga sound like Kimmy Casanova and <laughs> shit. Let me, let me tell you what we not gonna do. Yo, my favorite fucking line of the night came from Duda, nigga. When he checked Emmett for coming in there on that same bullshit, because Emmett, on the flip side, when he found out that Tiff's car got broken too, took his ass down there. Because Tiff told him, like, yeah, Duda and them broke into my car, but we got it fixed. Da, da, da. And Emmett on some trying to be Why'd a man you tell shit. me? She was like, with bars. like you not my man. She was like, You ain't my man. And then she also wanted to be like, Fuck you was gonna do, nigga, if I had told you. But I bought you the car. It's my so, car though. Here's the thing. Yeah, tell me the car got broken into when you're like straight and like back home and like this okay, was a couple hours ago. It's just happened, Emmett. Like, goddamn, nigga. So he go down to the chop shop, said, Where the fuck is Duda? Like, come on, G. <laughs> Nuck was like Hey G, calm down. <laughs> like, come on, man. That like, nigga said, no, 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 no. No, fuck that. I got on my turtleneck. Where the fuck is Duda? So Duda walked back in. Emmett, how can I help you, young brother? <laughs> they always look like Duda looking from the side like this. And he always scowling, dog. And that nigga was like, yo, why the fuck you take Tiffany Carr? Duda ain't even say shit. That nigga took, he looked at Nuck and said, get my gun. I have never gun. in the history of guns and movies. Seen a nigga do that? <laughs> what the fuck is that, dog? No, no, no. Because what's funny is the handle kind of cup up under the chin when you think about it. I've, I've never, never seen, seen a nigga that. hold the gun like that. Like, what the fuck was that? And then he flipped around. No, no, no. Go back I was, to the gun butt. I, I grant, granted, I was intrigued. I wasn't mad at it. Because I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So you like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is he doing? Nigga, he was holding it so weird, I thought it was a taser. I was like, yo, dude, I'm about to tase the shit out of Emmett. Like, my nigga, you seen Duda kill a nigga for chewing too loud. And go back about his business like it was nothing. Why you think you can call him out? Dog. In front of all of his boys and his employees. Dog, that nigga Duda said, that nigga said, yo, let's get one thing straight. I'll kill you right where the fuck you stand, nigga, and I'll come to your repast wearing some gators and a motherfucking pinky ring. I was like, yo, I don't know who wrote that. A white man wrote that shit for sure. But I liked it. I liked it a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. That was my shit. Because, bitch, Emmett, who the fuck you think you are? Nigga, I will kill you, bro. And you know I will. Smokies will literally be mine, nigga. And I'll turn that shit into a cigar shop. <laughs> this dude out. <laughs> dude out Casanova? Uh, uh, right on, baby. <laughs> right on. Uh. Image, you know I'll beat your ass. I can take you five, baby. You are now tuned in to the soft sounds of Kimi Casanova. Man, I, man. Dog, when that dropped, you remember how much we was playing that shit, bro? Nigga. 
that shit was like a whole pod of that. Yeah. Um, yo, man, shout out to Kimi Casanova, dog. Just cause the nigga's really dope, man. But like Emmett, dog, in real life, what you thought you was finna do right here, bro? Like what you thought? And Nuck like, nigga, chill. Bro, Nuck trying to save your motherfucking life. One, cause we got that bag of money at your house. So I'm gonna need you to calm the <laughs> fuck down before you get killed and I gotta go over there and ask Keisha to find some shit. Um, but two, nigga. Can you fucking relax when you get popped out here? I just want to know, like, from an image standpoint, you're not a street nigga. At all. You you don't even have the gun that I gave you Come to on. protect yourself with. Come on. How's that not on your person? You ain't go over there with the with the with the ratchet. You know why you don't have that gun? Because your dad took it from you and won't give it back. Like, at this point, Emmett, the safest thing for you to do is just go to work. Yeah. And and just keep collecting money. And make it so that you have nothing to do with the illegal business. It's yeah. a shock to you when the police finally come to you and say, "Yo, this I had no idea. I thought yeah. there was a I thought there was a spot open in New York." Like you got to accept it. You yeah. knew you was getting in bed with a, a nigga from the street. That's it's why so, you had a you were scared, but you he gave you the opportunity and basically told you, "Don't tell me no." Yeah. But like you knew what time it was. Like dog. <sighs> You know what I find really interesting, just based on the character development uh, and what we've seen over five seasons of The Shy? I think it's really interesting that at no point so far this season, with all the shit he's gone through, that Emmett just has not gone to talk to his mama about nothing. Not Duda, not Darnell, not Keisha, not how Tiffany, nothing. Like, he literally ain't went to talk to his mama about shit. And he's talked to her about everything. Everything, bro. Everything Like this is what Y'all really ain't doing shit with Jada And I don't like it Because Here's the thing I don't hate y'all Building a relationship With Eminem and Darnell That's dope I love to see that Darnell one of the best characters Left on that this That man bitch. couldn't do nothing Without his mama But his mama though That's been Jada was a mainstay here dog And now Through five episodes She's maybe said Seven words And all of them was awkward She was trying to hook uh, Random gay realtors up With Tiff Like come on bruh and fucking uh, Emmett, little homeboy. Also, unrelated, I don't like how they just shamed group therapy. Oh, yeah. Made it uh, seem like it Keisha ain't. shot on all that, didn't like you? Like, it ain't nothing. Nah. And we saw them, the conversations that they were having. Nah. Oh, yeah. Fuck that group yeah, shit. But, but it don't hit like that solo, though. How the fuck you know how somebody else's solo session go? Uh, you can't. I've been to couples therapy, but it ain't the same. You can't force anybody into therapy, right? Um, mainly because it won't work. If they don't want to be there, they're not going to fucking do what they're being asked by their therapist, and it won't fucking work, right? So when she says, yo, I'm thinking about going back to therapy, Emmett says, yo, I think that's a good idea, man. Like, I hope that shit work, man. I love you. I just want you to be better. She's like, yeah, you should too. Whoa, whoa. If I'm not mistaken, when they were having trouble a week or so ago, or maybe even, didn't he ask that, yo, you want to go to couples therapy? Yeah. Like, he asked, like, yo, if it's not working, maybe we need some professional help. But here's the thing, and here's where the real convo is. She ain't want to go to couples therapy because her issue ain't with a relationship. Her issues are internal. She got some shit, rightfully so, that she needs to fucking figure out how to resolve internally, dog. This episode is kind of helping me, dog. This No, this, this episode of Shop Talk yeah. is recorded at... <laughs> <laughs> this podcast episode is yeah. helping me because I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, 
Cause she, we we've all been saying, "What the fuck is wrong with her?" Yeah, and maybe it, she got some real unresolved shit, man. But she didn't even express that to her therapist. She just said, "I'm she over, I'm overrun." Yeah, yeah. Because I'm doing this and this. No, let's talk about the point where you was raped and kid, kidnapped, raped, and like, your son is a byproduct of that rape. Yeah. Like let's you talk about start there, or yeah. let's talk about where you had to kill your kidnapper. Because I don't think we've ever talked about like that. Like, you killed a man. You literally have a body. Come on, fam. You bash his face in with a metal rod. Like, come on, bro. You're not just over that. You're not just okay. But the- Here's the thing, yo. As Emmett, if I'm him, I'm looking at Keisha like, yo, come to me healed. You know what I'm saying? Come to me healed. Go do your work, cuz. Go do your work, cuz. Oh, shit. Because you done made me fucking buy this house and do all this shit, and you're not ready for none of this life that you forcing me to live. Because if we're going to be honest, Emmett came to her healed. Come on, now. Right? Because Emmett was fucked up. He was doing, he had a whole bunch of issues. He stopped all that shit. Stopped hoeing. He didn't even give Tiff none. Tiff came throwing him some pussy. That nigga was like, no, I'm not on that no more. Made a relationship with his father. Fixed a relationship with his mom because he was like, he wanted to be the boyfriend, basically. Fixed the relationships with his uh, baby mamas. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, he did work on himself, for sure. Yeah. And that's just not us. Capping and no, Emmett did the work as it relates to this television show. We did see him do some work, yeah, right. And of course, it's like, what do you tell a victim, an actual victim, like, all right, get over this shit really quick? No, Keisha, you got a lot of shit. But I've heard in real life people say, come to me healed, yeah, I'm not doing this ground up, bottom up shit no more with you. You also got to keep it in mind, these people are very, very young, yeah. Like literally barely, barely twenty something. Yeah. Like barely. And if we really want to do the math, like the twenty two years old. Emmett probably twenty two. On the show. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Twenty three tops on the show. Minimum. And Keisha, you're like nineteen. Like yep. so nineteen to twenty tops. Yeah. yeah. Based on the timeline. Yeah. Which I don't know how you a teacher already, but whatever. So uh. like um, some of the grown pains that they're going through is they're going through it because they're young. Yeah. Um, Emmett doesn't know how to be a boss because I, I, other than and I'm a child still. I don't know what kind of job he had. Remember he was selling shoes, but I think he, he was sold selling shoes. shoes on he worked the on the truck. He worked at Sonny's. Yeah, like, and the Sonny's gig was like his first real, real gig gig. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. And that was the first time that that he was like. And he was doing well. Sonny made him manager and shit. Cause Sonny was opening a second location. It was like, I want you to run that one. And he got so good at running that. Yeah. Like, he did he he was doing things the right way. So yeah. to speak. Right. So and we was like, damn, we finally got a redeemable character. So I think that's what got me a little annoyed with Image so far this season is we did see him grow from season one through season five, right? Even though, you know, some of them grow directions took a weird turn like getting rid of Sonny and forcing him that was weird right because this was a father figure to you and more importantly your mentor when it came to this restaurant shit. I put that on bad writing yeah yeah because it was just against type that's what it was but we saw him grow from season one to season five this season we're not seeing growth like we're literally seeing him go backward in a lot of fucking areas bro I don't know that he's going backwards I think he's getting himself into trouble he's biting enough more than he can chew but he hasn't made he's not cheating yeah. Like he not um 
I mean, what else? What, what else was he doing that was bad? He was just cheating and like just being and not over, uh, paying child support. Yeah, like yeah. all the bad things. Right now, he's in a fucked up position and don't know how to get out of it. Yeah, and yeah. that's I, I don't I don't look at that as like yo you're regressing. No, you ain't never dealt with a fucking gangster criminal like this before. Yeah, he put you in a position where you feeling. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. I'm around adults who doing well. I think I got to fit in. He making bad decisions as far as, I don't even know how to say that because dude, I did never really give him a, a, a actual decision. I'm taking over your business one way or the next. Yeah. Cause this was my, uh, that wasn't his brother business. That was the other brother business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the dog that got killed. Yeah. Um, but like I'm taking this shit over. Yeah. And we can get rid of you for sure. I'm just tripping like where the pizza spots? Like, them ain't making money no more? Who run them? Who sell the dope out of them? What why you got a fake dope uh smokies the, in New York when ba- you could have just opened a pizza spot? The bad decision is running up in there trying to talk tough to to uh to Duda. Mm-hmm. It's a bad decision. Horrible. But that's not like we didn't we never saw you do that before. It's just wild because Emmett has kind of lost control over his life. Big fact. And and he had control, or at least seemed like he had control all of last season, right? Like started to just kind of step into his own, man. And yo, I got he literally owned the restaurant. It was this was before a dude I came in and did shit. This was mine. This was me and Lala. And it was kind of weird because she was going with my dad, but fuck it, we was going to get over it because we got a successful spot. And we was doing our thing. And then it just seemed like out of nowhere, dog, this nigga just started spiraling, bro. Because they came into this season with him just spiraling, bro. But we did address it, though, in our group therapy session. Yeah. I don't know how to do this because I've never Never seen it. I've never seen it. One, I'm from the hood in general. Ain't nobody around here. Yeah. I saw somebody trying to make it. Do his food truck shit, and I started to. I wanted to. Now I wanted. I wanted to be with you. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And dude, I murdered him. Yeah. And we all know, dude, I murdered him. Like it's not a like you know what I'm saying. I'm afraid of dude. Yeah. Everybody know in the street who dude is. Not Mr. Perry, the mayor. Yeah. They know the term name dude. So when I'm doing all, I'm doing good. Everything looks great in my life. That fucking lion come in or whatever. Uh, yeah. Papa Pops was talking about. Yeah. That come in, it's like, it's the temp. What am I, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I'm Choice a young is very kid fucking limited. Dog. And like, what am I going to do? And that's that's also, again, thinking about Keisha and her trauma, thinking about Emin and all the shit he done been through. And then when you throw their, their age up against that, right? I don't love the amount of responsibility that their parents are letting them step into. Like, Darnell and Jada, Nina and Dre, like, yo, dog, y'all, neither one of y'all are 25 years old on this show. Y'all don't need to be buying no house and do, y'all doing a lot of life shit before either one of y'all know how to deal with the, where you at right now. And like, Nina, I mean, you tried to have that little conversation. She did. She did. I'm going to give her that. But that was kind of weak because y'all don't have that. It don't seem like y'all got that type of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You were so worried about your girlfriend, not your wife. Yeah. Like when we first started the show, it always felt like she was too, she was wrapped up in the other lady that was her girlfriend. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't ever really this. She was on top of Kevin earlier in the show, but never really seemed like to be on Keisha like that. Yeah. 
Keisha was running around with Emmett and doing all that shit, nigga. And Nina just kind of was never around, bro. Even in this scene, right? Like when she went over and they was arguing, Nina said, I'm going to go upstairs and get the baby ready. And it was like, all right, cool. But you, my mom, though, like, you, I don't need Dre to be the one telling me, yo, sorry you walked in on that. Da, 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 da. Like, me and your mama, we was just getting into it about something. But that's what couples do. Like, Dre was trying to kind of resolve. It's a reason that they both said the exact same sentence. I don't know why Nina said it. I know it's a reason they wrote that in there. That's but what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Nina shit to, never made sense. But I get to, what you're saying. Y'all trying to tell me we the same type of person. I guess they probably going to have some sort of bond now. Yeah. Or some shit like that. Yeah. I thought that shit was weak. Uh, another thing that I, <laughs> I didn't understand in this episode, it was also Prime. Right? Yeah. Yep. And Jabari and... Um, Bakari. Bakari, Jabari. Yep. Papa, Kevin, all them niggas. All them niggas. Yeah. Right? So when they had Papa Crib... Having a conversation, the whole nine yards, and like Papa still ain't let go of his daddy getting arrested. Yeah, but last season he didn't even seem to give a fuck about that shit. Yeah, but this season it's like he a, on that heavy. It's a it's a thing, and um, I thought his pops been doing a pretty good job at pretty much saying, you know, I fucked up, but never not no more. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I also thought his pop was gonna die this episode. I did too. Pop spit some bars to them this episode too. Yeah, they're at now. Okay, so here's where they're doing it right. Y'all are really making me like Papa's dad, bro. Y'all are turning him into a very redeemable character, which is what's letting me know he's gonna get killed the fuck up. Big facts. Uh, so they go shout out to the prime send offs. I think they got that right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? On some yeah. Midwest, I don't know if they do that everywhere else, but on some Midwest yeah, shit, for sure. That was for sure. Detroit, Chicago, yeah. My biggest issue with this episode, one of the biggest issues with this episode is we know Jabari and old girl went to, I mean, Bacar, <laughs> they went to jail, right? I have no idea why they went to jail. Yeah. But they left Prime in the Lamborghini, yep. nigga. Did y'all not see the Lamborghini? Because they were taking pictures in front of the Lamborghini. Facts. So everybody seems so disappointed that they went to jail in the Lamborghini. How the fuck you think I got a Lamborghini, dog? Here's my thing. But it's also prime. I don't know if they got arrested because he was in what I'm assuming is a stolen Lambo. Or if they got arrested because he was speeding. Because that nigga was speeding through residential neighborhoods like a mother. He wasn't going 120 that's to get you in jail. Like that nigga was floating in the Lambo truck, though. I ain't see this, but but here was my thing, though. Whatever they got arrested for, wasn't that serious? Because y'all got bonded out. Both of them niggas left. She probably ain't get in trouble at all. She was just in the passenger seat. Hey, you both y'all coming down here? She probably ain't got no license. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we got to bring both y'all down here, bro. Sorry, you call your mama from the station to come get you. Also, also, the very second that I saw there was a Lambo. I said Jab- Jabari, Bakari is going to jail. Yeah, I thought he was going to go to jail with the guns and with the, the guns in the Lambo. I like, definitely thought. Why that. would you give a fifteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old kid a bag full of guns inside of a Lamborghini? No, this doesn't look suspicious to no, me. No, no. Why this nigga got a fucking Lambo truck, fam? I've seen that truck in my actual life twice. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful truck. Shout out to the yours. You don't see them bitches often. Yeah. Kind of like a Dodge Caliber. But that's a way, <laughs> that's a way different story. 
Um, but fam, that's it, it draws attention. Yeah. Now, granted, this is also prom night. Police yeah. officers, y'all should see a bunch of young kids with fancy cars because that's what happens on prom. Young kids have cars that they can't afford. They usually mm-hmm. rent it or they mm-hmm. uncles or such and such. But like, come on, man. No, so these niggas get to the prom. Uh, well, they're getting ready to go to prom, right? Um, when Bakari and Papa are getting dressed, Papa's dad comes in there and he gave both of them a, a little speech of his own, right? Um, talked to Papa a little bit about whatever the fuck he was talking to him about. But he gave him some bars, though. But then Bakari, he was like, yo, son, you look a little nervous. Like, what's what's going on with you? Nigga said, man, she want me to meet her brother, bro. I don't know. I just don't want to fuck that up. He was like, look. <laughs> he literally said, I don't want to fuck it yeah. up. Yeah. And he was like, look, language. man, language, son. But then he was like, yo, just look him in the eye the whole time you talking to him. Extend your, Extend hand, your first. hand first And just be confident man Shoulders back man Walk away with some fucking confidence And dog Bakari man For all the moments where I'll be like eh, His acting could be questionable dog Where he kills every time He did his little Is when Papa has or I'm sorry When Papa's dad Says or does something Fatherly dog Whether it's to him Or Papa And he just noticed it From afar Cause he was watching Them in the room For a minute Before he even went in there Like His facial expression Be really good In those moments man Cause it, it's genuine dog It's a It feels like a genuine Young dude Who just needed somebody To f- just love him bro Like Teach him Teach him how to be a man Teach him how to do shit The right way Further letting me you know That Papa's daddy Is gonna get killed And Bakari's gonna be On a mission To knock a fucking body down Who got something to do With him being killed bro Um I forgot we got a couple Shot voice notes man Let me get these in Real quick Uh First one up From my dog Isaac Y'all already know Isaac about to come through And just let y'all know Right off top What the fuck went wrong and what he didn't like, what he did like, and if he didn't like nothing, he gonna tell you before he tell you what he did like. Man, Isaac, what up? What's up, man? What's up, Jay? This your boy Isaac. I just had a few quick thoughts about the shies. Yo, Isaac come through, and it's like he pressed fast forward on his own voice note. What's up, man? What's up, Jay? Yo, I just had a few quick thoughts on the real quick, right? Quick. Let me tell you what's quick. Season six, episode five. I knew Keisha was gonna lose her job, and then I knew she was gonna use that as another <laughs> weapon against him. Like, like she actually needed another reason to be even bigger. See you next Tuesday, damn it. He he does not deserve this treatment at all. Like he's he's doing husbandy providery stuff to someone that's not even his wife. He moves you to a whole oh, half million shit. dollar house. I'm just estimating with how expensive the Chicago. No, no, no. Damn it. He he does Run not deserve this treatment at all. Like he's. He's doing husbandy providery stuff to someone that's not even his wife. Talk about he moves it. to a whole half a million dollar house. I'm just estimating. Isaac, I'm gonna stop right there, brother. We're gonna get back to that in a minute because you just made a great fucking point, and I want to make sure me and Jay address. Um, why that part never get brought up in the dating shit? How much motherfuckers want husband duties and husband treatment? From a nigga that don't be their husband. I'm sorry. I won't act masculine until we're married. <laughs> then I'll be masculine. After we're married, I'll be masculine and I'll take care of you and I'll I'll kill spiders and shit. But while we're yeah. just in our dating phase, I'm not uh, going to be masculine. Uh, I'll protect you when we are married. <laughs> Till then, you're on your own. <laughs> Imagine if niggas said that, though. Like you, I don't think people like understand how wild it is as a dude to hear shit like that from women. But, like, when you say it as a dude, like, you can hear how crazy it really fucking sounds. Like, somebody, I seen a video that was like, um, 
this woman was like, you know, the reason that we not feminine is because there ain't enough masculine men around. Right? And the nigga was like, well, shit. <laughs> it was a joke. But he was like, can you imagine a man saying, yo, we be, I would be masculine, but ain't enough femininity around. Dog, real shit, though. Like, that sounds insane, bro. Yeah. It sounds insane. And it sounds insane that I can buy you a bigger house. I can pay all the bills. I can put us both on a mortgage, even though one of us is only contributing to this motherfucking mortgage. Um, I can go into debt with a whole serial killing ass gangster and literally do all this in an effort to try to make sure that you have everything that you say you need. And you can still tell me, you can look me in my eye and tell me I ain't doing enough. Like, that's crazy to me, dog. Like if I was in real shit, I might kick Keisha out the house. Like she got one more little like attitude, one more little head snap, one more little um Emmett, damn. And like, all right, it's time to go back to uh Nina's. Yeah. Go back to Nina's and Dre's. You know what's so interesting, dog? I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing. Okay. Um, but in a relationship, I don't think nobody should hold nothing back mm. for later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I would love you more, but I gotta wait until um, we married until we married. Then I'll then I'll give you my full love. I just don't. I don't. That's not a. I don't know. That's not a thing for me. Yeah. And so that that mean that could be good or bad. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be quote unquote husband or wife. But like, if this is a part of who you are, just be who you are. Yeah. Like yeah. if you naturally a protective nigga and you want to open doors and do all that, that's just who you are. And Damn. if you- I agree. 100% with you I don't understand And maybe this because we are men right And as men We've never been given the grace To come halfway with anything When it comes to dating somebody right Like I can't be like mm, I'm only treat you this good Until you my girlfriend But then if, I'm, if, if I get into the habit of only I only, I only have to put in half the work Then when Bro, would I ever I, I I'm would, never going to give you the Fam here's the thing dog Male or or female, men or women or whatever you identify as. This shit is not a fucking switch that you flip once you become somebody's uh, spouse. You don't just all of a sudden start doing husband duties or wife duties. That don't just happen one day when y'all get married. Nigga, all this shit led up to y'all getting married. That's how it should be, nigga. The shit that you're doing today is the reason I'm going to marry you tomorrow. If that don't fucking happen, if you're not doing shit today that would make me want to spend the rest of my life with you, guess what I'm not going to do? Spend the rest of my... I'm not marrying somebody who I think might make a good wife. I want to see that you make a good wife while we're dating and we're growing and learning each other. The same way that you're looking at me and you're evaluating whether I would make a good husband or not. I mean, when you're doing an interview, be like, um, after 90 days, I'm going to start coming to work on time. Um, I'm gonna start doing all my assignments, but I'm not gonna do that until you fully give me the job. Yeah, not, but like nigga. after 90 days, though, I'm on it. <laughs> like first 90 days, I mean, I'm just gonna bullshit my way through. Dog. But after 90 days, day 91, I'm I'm coming on time. I'm staying late. But guess um, what? Guess what happens in them 90 days? Even if that's your intention, guess what happens in them 90 days? You build an unhealthy habits, right? 
You're not coming into work on time like you're supposed to. You're not coming into work and completing your projects like you're supposed to. You're not uh, clocking out and clocking back in. You're taking longer lunches than you're supposed to. You're doing all this shit because you thinking on day 91, I'm going to shape up. Nah, and then day 91 going to come. Ship out. And you're going to ship the fuck out because 91 going to get there if you make it that long. If you make it. Because that's the thing, right? When you dating somebody. That's your evaluation period. That's your 90 days, even if y'all been dating way longer than 90 fucking days. But that's that period where you're being assessed, my nigga. And if you coming in late and you're not doing your job to the best of your ability and you're not fucking respecting authority and you're not doing this, you're not earning your fucking keep, you ain't going to make it to full 90 days. You're going to get kicked the fuck out, bro. And that's what happens in relationships. So I don't understand why men or women would fucking tell somebody, yo, I'm not doing this until you make me a nigga. Nobody's going to make you a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a husband, or a wife if you have not shown any fucking qualities. Like as a man, how you look like trying to put your name on a mortgage with a woman and you ain't, you ain't got a fucking job. She was like, nigga, you're not cool. No. Yeah. You yeah. got to show me something. Yeah, something, anything, anything. Like, wh- why would I put my financial stake in you and I haven't seen it yet? Fam, fam. But, like, as a man, because here's the other thing, right? Keisha wouldn't have moved in with Emmett if he didn't start taking care of his kids. Keisha wouldn't have moved in with Emmett if he wasn't honest and upfront about that shit that happened with Tiffany when she came at him trying to give him some pussy. She wouldn't have moved in if she didn't feel safe with him. Come on now. So if I've done she all this, be with him if she, if she ain't feel, feel especially after the shit she's been through. Yeah. If anybody needs to feel protected, it would be somebody who's been through what Keisha's been through. So all that happens, and somehow I ain't doing enough. Fuck the house. Fucking winning got to the house that I can't afford. Because her beefs with what she always talks about her beefs with, with Emmett, and they always seem like, damn. And like, yo, real shit. I'm asking, cause, you know, I just fucking wanna know. Y'all got Jada, y'all got Nina, who I've never seen go to work. I don't know what Nina does for a living. Y'all got Dre. Y'all got Kevin, her brother. Why do y'all have And y'all got Darnell Why do y'all have Nobody to help y'all With these kids Why is nobody available Hey Can I get One of y'all Grandmothers Or grandfather To do a drop off Real quick Nigga I'll be forgetting Them people who are related Fam When the last time They been in the same room Check this out When Keisha went over To Nina and Dre crib And Nina said Yo I'm gonna go upstairs And get uh, Ronnie Like oh So the baby do be over there so why the fuck you and Emmett don't have help? Why you so overwhelmed, dog? Come on, man. Let me get back to my nigga Isaac voice now. He didn't. He didn't started a riot with how expensive the Chicago real estate is, which he didn't want to do. So if I gotta go to work and I need you to pick up my my kids so I can keep bringing the money in, guess what you're gonna do? Hell, if I need you to take this floor up and replace it with that herringbone tile that I saw at Lowe's the other day, guess what you're gonna do? And not give me any lip. But I'm glad that Keisha realized <laughs> that she needed to do more work. And so she decided to speak to a therapist. So I can appreciate the writers putting her on the path to be made whole, so to speak. And speaking of the writers, I I don't understand a lot of stuff they do. Like, why would they have Emmett? 
talk greasy to Duda, knowing that Emmett just saw him cap somebody <laughs> in front of him for chewing too loud. Come so on. it's like, not only do they think these series are anthologies, they think the episodes are standalone episodes where nothing matters from the previous episode. So that's crazy. I don't see why uh, Trigg would confide in his campaign manager that he was a accomplice to murder. That's dumb as hell. <laughs> and I saw that uh, his campaign manager was, was gay from jump. He, he had sugary moves this whole time. So they're not fooling me with that. Um, I think that's all I got for the shot. Sprinkle me, man. Miss Hell. Sprinkle Yo, me, man. Shivery moves. He's a sugary. Oh, I thought he said shivery. Either way, shit's fucking funny. Yeah, I saw that uh, his campaign manager was was gay from jump. He, he had sugary moves, sugary moves this whole time. So they're not fooling me with that. Um, I think that's all I got for the shy. I will say that uh, on another note, Lioness was was pretty dope. I, I wasn't expecting him to turn up like that on episode eight. Like that, I was like, golly, <laughs> I, I can appreciate uh, Zoe Zaldana standing for him. Was like. Hey, bitch, you hit me again. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and you see she ain't hit her again after that. So, yeah. Yeah. Great show, too. All right. I'm going to holler at y'all. Peace. My dog. My dog. Um, The guy, third member of the pie, Rob Silver. Rob, what up? He sent in a voice note on the shy as well. And he told us on Twitter, he said, my shy voice note ain't going to be what you think it is. So, I'm interested to hear what my dog thought about episode five. Rob, what up? What's up fellas First and foremost Happy 39th birthday Belated or otherwise To my man Ant Man keep up Keep doing what you're doing baby Um, I know you and your fiance Had a great time this weekend Man And looking forward to hearing all about Your upcoming <laughs> wedding And when y'all finally have kids Cause you two are gonna make great parents Appreciate you brother uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the people that are listening on the free feed that have yet to subscribe to the Patreon, oh, shit. I highly recommend you guys subscribe to the This Week in Culture Patreon. Ant and Jay had an incredible discussion on track and field on one of the last Patreon episodes that was both educational and enlightening. The way you guys talked about Shakari Richardson, how people gave up on, on her. They don't understand. You guys know because you guys are two of the best track experts I've ever heard on anything, whether it's television, podcast, etc. In the history of the United States, five of the greatest track and field stars, Flo Jo, her sister-in-law Jackie Joyner, Allison Phoenix, Felix, Allison Felix, Evelyn Ashford, and Gail Devers all reached their primes between the ages of 26 and 29. They won the majority of their gold medals during those ages. So, Shakuri, how old is she? 23, 24? Mm -hmm. And she's about to hit the Olympics next year? I'm rooting heavily for her because people gave up on her. And um, like you guys said, she buckled down and she's doing her thing. Um, it's amazing to see what Jay called this rocky comeback. And I know those Jamaican women are tough, battle-tested, and fierce. But next year's Olympics, you might get record ratings for just the women alone. Now, um, before I go on to the shy, a 
Shout out to one of your listeners, Carmen, a fellow New Yorker. She had me rolling when she posted on Twitter a picture of Nuck and how Nuck looks like Tariq if Tariq grew up. Now, I think <laughs> Nuck and Tariq in real life are just a few years apart, but I was laughing my ass off. There is a a resemblance. And speaking of Nuck, yeah. I saw him on Power Tommy as well as Dre. I see, I guess because they both film in Chicago, but you could actually... Put these two shows together and make it as one. I wouldn't mind seeing Tommy kill Duda. Now, <laughs> on to the shy. I want to ask you guys' opinion. Um, matter of fact, your prediction. Who kills Duda? Because you have so many people. Because Duda's going to die. You have so many people that will be suspects. Uh, Rob. Uh, Tiffany. Uh, Emmett. Emmett's pops, uh, the the minister, it's gonna be his running. son, uh, Papa. The list is endless. Uh, Trigger Luther King, <laughs> uh, Rashad. Yo, it could be Papa. Oh wait, his son, uh, Papa. Oh, the voice sound just the cut list off, is Rob. endless. Uh, Trigger Luther King, uh, Rashad. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Oh, damn. Yo, the whole voice note didn't come through. Yeah, that shit just cut off, Rob. Uh, that wasn't us. That was just a, a bad download there. But um, we're going to start with that last question you asked, though. Uh, predictions on who kills Duda, because Duda has to die. And they're going to do a who could do, he'll, who yeah. kill Duda thing. So Jay and I, uh, I don't remember if we said it on the pod or if we said it as we walked to the, uh, to the elevator after recording the first episode, but we was like, yo, Considering that the shy is going to have 16 episodes this, this season, um, and considering that Duda is literally an enemy of everyone on this show. And think about this. The last season of Power. 16 episodes. They're going to do the last six. Who shot? Like, who killed they, Duda? Because we know they're very creative. Over yeah. <laughs> we know how creative they are. And there. we've seen the shy literally bite shit from Power. Like, we've seen it happen. Um, so, <laughs> would not be surprised if they did a who killed Duda but who do I think will kill him um right now my early running says Bakari um I don't see uh Iman Shumpert killing him because I don't see Iman Shumpert pulling a trigger on anybody he ain't built like that um nobody's scared of him when he was trying to check niggas in the car shop that new nigga with the bad hairline he's about to he was finna blow Iman shit out dog like, he was looking at him with a toothpick in his mouth like Razor fucking Ramon and was ready to get in that boy. Like, nigga, who you talking to, dog? Ain't nobody scared of your tall ass. Um, So, I don't see it being in mind because nobody fears this nigga at all. <laughs> Yo, Nuck being Tariq, if he grew up, is fucking hilarious. He actually looked exactly like him, too. Nigga. I would actually enjoy power more if they if, would bring Nuck. If Nuck, like an adult. Sorry, person. Michael K. Rainey. You fired. Nuck is you now. Like, cause I think some of the scenes would would hit harder if Fam, he wasn't if he like looked a, like an adult. Yeah. Now, granted, here's the thing: Tariq's also only like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> like on the show. Um, in real life, he only look twenty two. Man, Michael K. Rainey, I think, just turned twenty two. So, um, he's a kid in this show, and I get that he looks like a kid, but he looks too much like a kid, bro. Like, like him fighting um, Kane. Yeah. Would be better if if that was not. Fighting yeah. them fighting. Knuckle almost might be too big yeah, to fight sure. Kane. But 
I would it shit would hit a little bit differently, dog. Like Tariq being over there sitting with billionaires in Italy talking Italian just doesn't feel like he would be doing that, dog. It, it just don't. So um shout out to Carmen for that, because that's actually a really fucking funny post. I screenshot that. I'm gonna post that on the uh on the pod page too. Um but I think early running that Bakari is gonna kill Duda. Um I think Duda is going to either kill directly or have Papa's dad killed um, by Nuck or one of the other associates. And that's going to set Bakari off because Bakari, it's a reason that they're showing how much adoration Bakari has for Papa's dad um, because he's going to lose him. And it's going to be the first man who really ever loved him and showed him how to be uh, family, how to, you know, be a, a righteous young man, dog. And this is going to be the thing. Unfortunately, it's going to take for Bakari to get another body, but this body is going to be, you know, retaliation for for killing a good man. That's my thoughts early. Could be wrong because, again, dude is making enemies all over this bitch. Um, what about you? Who you think might get that nigga? Uh, I'm thinking Bakari. Um, it could. Like, I just don't know how ridiculous they want to be on this show, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. it would make sense if it's Bakari. But it fuck around and be Trig or somebody. Yeah, or like it fuck around and be the uh, realtor with the yeah or the other nigga with the sugary moves. Yeah, I mean it could be Nuck because no one thinks Nuck's gonna be the dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Nuck could kill a nigga just to get in power. Yeah. Like yo, we out here, dog. Um, power. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh. uh speaking of um, mad unnecessary scene between uh, Lynn Whitfield and Tony Childs didn't need any of that. It didn't hit. Um, but I, I, apparently she gave, Lynn Whitfield gave her the money to, to start open up, that cigar open bar. That. That's Tony Child's cigar bar, not Duda's. Yeah. And um, she basically was like, yo, when I'm going to call, when I need that favor called in. Yeah. And then she looked like she was asking questions for the favor. Yeah. So I don't know that Tony Child's loyalty is, is with, with Duda. Duda. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. On the flip. If you think about the relationship, or at least what we heard about it so far, Lynn Whitfield giving her the money to open it. Lynn Whitfield is the Duda to Tony Childs, nigga. Like, hey, I kind of got you by a string for what I did for you. So when I need you to do some shit for me, you better fucking do it, man. And um, we're going to see if Tony Childs is is hypnotized by the dick or if this person who actually fucking really helped her out is where she's going to show some loyalty, man. Um, What else happened this episode? I did. Not like the who won't smoke with me through the entire fucking episode. I think it sent a bad message. This is Chicago mm-hmm. where niggas do this drill music for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like it. Like I the it. whole time, and I like, of course, is the song dope? Mm-hmm. And you know, all and the, the version with Chicago rappers yeah. talking about how we murder and kill and drill shit, mm-hmm. and that's what y'all actually do. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I, I did feel like that might have been the most authentic, even though that prom scene was just unnecessarily long. Um, but I'm like, y'all played like four verses off the they, song. They played the song three different times in the episode. Yeah. And then they, and, and they ended the episode with it. I'm with like, it. Yeah. Payola? Like, who who the fuck on the payroll is saying play this, play this? But I'm like, I want to smoke. Like, 
<sighs> but uh, no, I ain't, I ain't mind that shit. I actually thought it was fucking hype. It was very uh, very Chicago, and I in my mind I feel like that's how Chicago kids act when that fucking song comes on. Some niggas that was somebody in the group uh, on Facebook said, "Oh, that shit looked like they knuck a few buck." And I was like, yep, I bet that probably feels like that if you from Chicago at a Chicago prom. Um, the, 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 what the fuck is the damn character name? What the fuck is that? Um, Arlene Car- Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the, uh, the whole shit with, um, Papa girl I don't know her name But fuck it Um, So she didn't come to prom with him like they planned She sent him a text Mad before they was finna fucking leave And was like hey I won't be able to make it But if you wanna come over after my parents out of town Fam Like stand a nigga up on this prom night Is crazy Well stand a nigga up on prom night is one thing Standing me up on prom night And not telling me till we about to go outside And take the fucking uh, pics Before we hop in the whip that's insanity, my nigga. But she she threw the follow up in there. My parents out of town. You could pull up after if you want. When you get that text, Jay, what you think that mean? Well, first and foremost, why'd you agree to the prime proposal? Which is crazy that you did that for a nineteen year old. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know what time it is. You grown. This is after prime. And apparently you fucking. So when you send that text that say, hey, come by after my parents is out of town to a horny 17-year-old boy who ain't turned 18 yet, you know what the fuck he think finna go down. Um, I feel like you could have called me and told me this wasn't a fun night. This was sun night, nigga. You trying to introduce me to your damn seed. I, I just also feel like you should have told me you had a son already. Fam, all these convos about me being young and me being this and me being that. What about you? Like talk to me about you. Tell me a little bit about you. Like before I when you clearly know I'm trying to pursue you. Hey. You should probably tell me that you got a son. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I know we got a, a a small but you know significant age gap. Significant because I'm of college age and you're still in high school. So that just feels even though it's only 2 years it just feels a little weird. Um but in addition to the age gap though, I do want to let you know I have a child. So yeah, certain shit I don't do, like smoke weed, drink, do mad shit. Not because I'm a PK, not because I'm too grown. Nigga, I have a son, my nigga, and I'm trying to raise him and be there and do all the right shit because I got a fucking seed. You trying to pursue me, you should know that. Tell me that before I pop up to your house thinking I'm about to get some pussy. She was like, oh, this your little brother? No, this my son. Damn, what time is bedtime? Damn. <laughs> It's a one o'clock fam I have been to prom I have been to jail To pick up my fucking brother It's at least how midnight he, How he get back out the house Fam Cause his daddy didn't drop him off At that girl house I know he didn't do that You barely wanted him to go So I'm like Hey you better act godly tonight Papa said Do I have to Well nigga yeah you do Cause her son up Like a motherfucker At 12 o'clock Send that nigga to bed Um Final thing uh, that I wanted to make sure we touched on, man. Oh, Bakari gave shot them damn guns, man. If you shot, do you take them guns, dog? Yes, I take the guns. What happened to the $92 million that dude I just handed you the other day? 
Why are you back broke? Why are you scoffing at this hundred dollars that you? Well, I get why you scoffing at the hundred you made with Darnells. That was some bullshit. Y'all was over there from six to one, and only made a hundo. I get it, but you would have been sitting on the couch from six to one, ain't making nothing. <sighs> like, cause you don't do shit all day. But where did the money go? Like, is this nigga that's bad with money, or is he let's just stacking he and you, pretending? Let's say he gave you ten k, even though we, it looked yeah, like more yeah, than ten. Yeah, yeah. Let's but let's say, say it was 10K. ten. Round number. And where your girl at? She ain't been nowhere since the dinner. Like, you got 10K, my G. Nigga, where's your girl at when Bakari's in the house with a bag full of guns? And I'm sorry, but even though I'm broke, even though I don't understand how I'm broke because I just had at least 10K a couple weeks ago, but Bakari, when you tell me, hey, I really need you to hold this bag of guns, the fucking starting number is not 2K, nigga. He's, look, I got two stacks on me right now. That's what you do when a nigga broke. You put the money in his face. Come on, man. It's small. That deals. is some broke nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you want rolled you want, up. Yeah, man. I pay a nigga five hundred dollars in singles. That shit like a in a briefcase, Bro. nigga. <laughs> like let me, let me he, buy this car right now. No, he told that man I got two stacks. Hide ninety thousand dollars worth of guns. You know nigga. what I would did if I was shot? Hmm. I took that shit to trig house. Can I put this in your basement right quick? Boom. Hey, you remember where I used when I lived in the basement? Let me run down there, put this bag in my little spot. Like because uh, it's some shit I don't want old girl to know I was into. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? Why would the police come into the count? I mean, to the alderman's house? Well, because the alderman snitched on himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, 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 he do yeah, have a fan yeah. investigation. If that nigga why would the fans be investigating him? Other than you telling them, like what exactly? Yeah. yeah. Why would the fans come to you and ask you anything? Like, why would the feds be like, hmm, let me ask the alderman if he know like, there is no connection between y'all two officially. So, and this is my one little theory. Maybe, just maybe, they made it seem like the fucking campaign manager nigga was snitchy after he found out this mad, unnecessary info that he didn't need to know. But in reality, Candy probably went to the feds to try to get the smoke off Duda, nigga. Well, the fish shit came before she even told him. The fish shit was damn in the beginning of the episode. When she told him that the fish was looking for Yeah, him. no, no, no. I'm saying maybe because she told Duda, or I'm sorry, she told Victor about the feds last week. That was last week's episode. Oh, was it? Yeah. So I'm saying maybe she went back to the feds on her own to try to throw that nigga under the bus to get the smoke or the heat off Duda. But they made it seem like it was the campaign manager because he had just learned that info. I don't really fucking know. It's a stretch, but it's a shy. So, you know, no no stretch is too much, man. Um, All that said, yo, decent episode, man. It was a lot going on. Um, I did think they were going to kill Papa's dad this week. Do we go to L.A. on the shy? I hope not. I don't want to Or do to he see just Kevin disappear? LA. I, so... Or does it crash That through? made me think one of two things. This is either for show the last season of The Shy, and they're going to set it up where Kevin does really go to L.A., or something very horrible is going to happen and Kevin's not going to leave. Because Papa specifically was the one stressing, damn, you just going to leave the fam? Like, you just going to leave us, bro? We your boys, da 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 So if something happened to Papa Daddy, I could see Kevin not. And we got the voice of reason, like, no, my nigga, leave. Yeah, shout out to Jake, man. He They've underused Jake so far this season, but I have enjoyed what his character has said most of the times he's come on the screen. like As he's smoking weed. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I don't like these messages. Yeah. They're going to show you that these 17-year-old boys is doing drugs and sitting around drinking and fucking they bitches. Um, yo, man. Huh. Is that it? I think that's everything, dog. Um, Vic Mensa, you're not finna press me about getting no fucking speeding ticket, bro. My nigga, you seen me. We shook hands in front of the Lambo that before. Come on, bro. You knew what it was. And you knew I was... Pedal to the fucking metal, cuz. Also, from Papa's father, like, this nigga was homeless. You took him in because he had nowhere to go. Yeah. This nigga got a $40,000 necklace on, and he's yeah. driving in a fucking Lamborghini. Ask questions. Ask questions. And also, considering you've been threatened and working with Duda and uh, Nuck and all them niggas, pretty sure you know he and the gang. And also... um, Nigga, why don't you go get your apartment? Because Kevin, no, Kevin got one. And here's the thing, nigga. You was homeless with no family. You don't have to emancipate yourself. You, you can just, just go money. get a crib, bro. Like you just gave you just gave old boy two grand. Come on, bro. That was rent. <laughs> that was a little one bedroom in the shy. Now you and your girl can you know? Yo, you talking about yo? My man got a crib in the suburbs. You want to go? And she's sitting up there acting new. And don't think you gonna get none to do what? He was like, you know what, Nate? I love you. You know why he said that? Because you just told me I wasn't going to get no <laughs> pussy. So now let me drop the love bomb, see if that worked for the warm-up later. Then I'm going to speed the car up on the way to the suburbs to my man house because chicks like when you drive fast. Nigga, that's just what it is. Some like it, some hate it. She was all in, nigga. Um, yeah, man. Papa, daddy, uh, get him out of here by next week, though. I don't want Papa Daddy to die, but I know they're going to go that way, so it is what it is. But I don't need another week of me thinking he's going to die. And this week, they had me very much like planning for his death. Oh, real quick. That's what it was. What you thought about that scene with uh, with uh, Gemma and her daddy and the prom dress and all that shit? Shout out to her father. I did not. It worked, though. But how? Because when the fuck did they... Fam, if she had that white dress on deck, why that wasn't the fucking backup anyway? What I mean, it worked is because she. <laughs> I like. Oh, this is a problem. Okay. Did you take that young girl to get a wax? I thought they was getting massages. I couldn't really tell. They go, the 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 sign said lashes and wax or lashes mm. and some. So they got their eyebrows done. Dang. You did not take that seventeen year old girl to get a wax. For prom Because you know what You getting a wax for prom Yeah You showing that pussy off Well here's the thing Gemma was pregnant as fuck And I need Marcus And everybody else To just go and accept it She fucking She was fucking Kevin While you was home pops Yeah but I'm not about to Go get you you, you, The cooch shake I mean get The cooch wax That ain't how I want My my girl and my daughter bonding Yeah I Um, thought that was was, Over the wax. I thought that was wild It also is wild How much they look alike I guess, like, this shit is uncanny at this point, dog. So they doing that little bonding thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she's like, nigga, that dress ugly as fuck. Take yeah. that shit off, you weak as hell. But then um, when I bought an ugly dress. And then when she seen that, <laughs> dad was like, yo, take that shit. Yo, get that shit the fuck off you. Yo, he went crazy right quick. Oh, having her look like a fucking whore. I be forgetting he from Detroit in real life. Right? Went to cast. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, nah, he a real nigga. Um, real West Sider too. He was man. like, "What well, if she looked like a?" Uh, he was like, "Listen, you ain't her mama, motherfucker." If she looked like a whore, what do you think about me, bitch? You ain't never wore that. Look at that. That nigga looked at her like, like fuck. And and guess what though, lady? You also just told my daughter, 
I've been with men and women way more powerful than your dad. All right, you kind of giving me horror vibes too, nigga. Like, Guess what you did? You went, your, you took your bitch ass upstairs, changed that fucking dress, and came down here and took these pictures. I'm trying to understand. This was my issue That's with how that you whole put your scene. Foot down. This is my issue with that whole scene. We went from that nigga yelling to the neck vein came out. Like he was going off. Nigga, bald head turned red. He was going off. The next time we seen them, they was smiling, taking pictures, nigga. Cause he put that fucking foot down. Even old girl was, I was like, oh, for sure she not gonna be there. Tierra, she gonna be mad and that walk off on that nigga. She ain't nobody no was money. standing there. She got cheese. Remember when they talked about this? Cause we was like, yo, I thought she had money. Like, what she do for a living? Nah, she got that. That's Fatima. That's broke. Fatima ain't got no cheese. No, well, she broke too. Yeah, Fatima when they, no, like, hey. When they was at the dinner, she was like, and what is it you do again? Living for, for a living again? Like, because, bitch, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. But that was just, you know. She was we a, don't know what she do, but she Shy Girl was just jealous, though. Nigga, they hired her to be a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> for, uh, she was in there doing uh, Trizzies and shit with Candy and Duda. Yeah, so, I don't know. Hey, man, I just, I, I didn't love the transition. I would have liked to see how they resolved that conflict at home. Oh, you gonna get the fuck on. I also want to know how Gemma had that white dress on deck ready. That matched Jake's fit, by the way. Well, you but, could wear multiple colors. Yeah, yo, <laughs> Jake was up there looking like, yo, man. Them niggas was like, what color they wear? I don't know. It's everything. Papa had on a full pink suit. It's mad bubble gummy. It wasn't nice, man. Look, man, the shy is what it is. Um, I'll tell you what, though. In a, a strange twist of events... Been a long time since I could say the shy was better than power. And right now, Power Tommy, you are not the Chicago show that I'm rushing to see over the weekend, man. Um, let us know what y'all thought about the shy. Let us know what y'all thought about Power Tommy. Hit us up on the socials at This Week in Culture across everything. Follow us. Um, y'all heard what my man Rob Silva said. Join the fucking Patreon. Uh, Patreon subscribers. We're going to get y'all that lioness review this week. Me and Jay going to find some time to get back in here and get y'all that lioness finale review. Yo, I rewatched. Is all- that Benny? <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched all eight episodes of lioness today because I was off work. I had shit to do. Um, that is really a fire fucking show, dog. And rewatching all eight back to back. Some I ain't even planning to do. All right. Shit was fire. I'll wait till the line this room. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get y'all that um, Patreon subscribers, so be on the lookout. I see niggas pressing us like, yo, y'all got y'all on the clock. Like, hey, man, Labor Day weekend, nigga, y'all, you go to work. I'm, hey, I'm out here relaxing. Hey, man, uh, when niggas put me on the clock. I, I don't respond well. <laughs> I, I'm telling y'all now, like, every time y'all tell me and Jay to do something, we don't do it. Like, y'all be like, yo, upload that bitch tonight. It'll come uh, maybe tomorrow night now. You fucked it up for yourself. Um, but no, nah, man, we love y'all, dog. Patreon subscribers, y'all be on the lookout for an extra episode. Um, we might even get y'all a couple things on the Patreon because people was hitting me saying, we got to talk about that girl that got hit with a brick. <laughs> They said we gotta talk about it. <laughs> Man. What's funny, I didn't know this was happening until I got requests to talk about y'all gonna talk about this. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And now I saw the side of her head fucked I, I up. I saw it for the first time today. Yeah, I what was you, like what, me, what you want me to say? No, nah, they said we gotta get on there and tell niggas to uh protect her from getting hit with a brick. All right. So we're gonna get on the Patreon and y'all. All right, they said y'all asked somebody asked me for my number and I said no and hit me with a brick. 
Yeah, that's that's the story. Yeah, that's what she said happened, and that was that's what led to these this, convos. This is no, protect black women. Hey, protect black women like a motherfucker. Um, protect yourself too. And that's the other part. We've we've had these convos on the pod before. You gotta be very careful when you. Here's the thing, yo. Call the police. Call the fucking cops. Um. More tips to come on the Patreon, but uh, protect just black know, women, protect black women, call the cops, um, and stop working with Duda, man. Um, that's all I got for y'all, man. I'm Ant, that's Jay, This Week in Culture, episode 330. We out.